0: It's a good sign for the show. Oh, wow.
1: Welcome, everybody. Another podcast for the RC After Hours. We're back in the million-dollar studio here, Uh, running a little bit behind. I apologize for that. Uh, We're still waiting for Steve Neal from Hobby King, but we're going to get the show rolling. I am highly confident we will have him on here shortly. The time change there over in Australia is huge, so we thought maybe he might have fell asleep uh, or something over there or Bigfoot got him. I don't know, but... Uh, We should have him on here soon But we're going to get the show rolling Lots to talk about Some big surprises from Hobby King That I just found out about I wasn't expecting Uh, So, man, I'm excited (laughs) Like, I I can't believe it Joining us today in studio The great white hunter Hello, turkey. everyone. I just watched turkey videos this morning. Mike, that Willins. beautiful
2: turkey yeah. footage. <laughs> Hello, everyone. I think you should have your own turkey hunting TV show. As
1: good not as that quality.
2: That. Yeah, I was gonna say. Not, I was all about the hunting experience, not the videography
1: of that. Uh, and of course, always in the great white north, up there in Canada, Andre Russo. Good morning. How are you, Andre? I'm. Uh, I'm
0: all right. I'm all right.
1: Uh, we are live on Facebook, so come join us, hang out. We'll answer questions and uh, chat with you guys during the live show. We are up and running. Um, and we are one week away from Andre's yearly trip down to Ohio, which is, should be fun and entertaining and interesting, for sure.
0: <laughs> entertaining, for sure, yeah. Hopefully yeah, the weather
1: I, I, um, we don't care. We're going <laughs> to. I don't the care. We're gonna, yeah. If it's pouring down rain, we're going to come up with something. We're going to fly anyway. <laughs> we're going to be running submarines in the there, pool. <laughs> yes. There you go. <laughs> we'll get the pool floaties <laughs> out, some adult beverages, and we will be submarining it. Uh, we'll figure something out. It will be RC I don't think related. He said he was bringing one of those.
2: So yeah. we're gonna to catch <laughs> him <laughs> off guard. <laughs>
1: Uh I know we'll put him in the scuba gear and he can retrieve it when you know we crash into each other. That's something I wanna learn
2: too. Scuba. We'll learn our scuba skills. Yeah.
1: So thanks again everybody for joining us. Um let's see, what can we talk about first while we're waiting on Steve here? I'll check on him in just a second. Andre, I know you've got some new products and you've been doing some flying unlike anything we haven't been doing. But we've been busy. Uh, so what's going on up there in the great white north? What have you been
0: crashing I, lately? I, yeah, I, I've got a few hiccups. And uh, so the last show we were talking with our friends from Motion RC, and I actually got out with the two new jets, which are uh, over here uh, on the other side. Um, and I flew them, and actually had a really good time. Man, that they're right. That P15 mm-hmm. or P dat dot 15 or whatever that is a stellar airplane to uh to handle and fly um and it's uh, it did really well my 105 yeah i didn't do so well with that one so it's already been in for some repairs um uh-huh. Not enough elevator throw, and that was my error. But I put the I put the controls in the wrong spot uh, on the on the actual uh, back horns, mm-hmm. and I was running with a battery that was probably a little too heavy and a little too large for the aircraft. Ah. So the first toss, a buddy of mine threw it for me, and I, I go up and I'm instantly back sticking on it like and i'm just okay i gotta feed in throttle to keep myself up so it's it's just dragging his tail bring it back we move the cg around see what we can get we get out of it and the second throw no no kidding uh, well i i kind of knew we knew what was going on and the return leg i tried to bring it back and i went into the wind and it just sank uh and, and credit to the aircraft uh minimal damage that skid plate does a really good job uh, it's a plastic nose cone uh, which I've taped up. I'll probably order something a uh, new one to replace when and they're in stock. And it was like you know two second dunk in the you know the, the old hot water uh, pot, mm-hmm. and it mm-hmm. was all back together. So pretty resilient. I've got some you know the, the shape around the canopy is a little misshapen now, mm-hmm. but um, you, you know once it's in the air, you won't you won't be able to tell the difference. So right. I'm kind of impressed. The foam is got some. Some uh, uh, you know level of redundancy or resilience in it, but like I said, for me that that PT fit that the P fifteen. Yeah, I saw other eh? people
2: commenting on the P15, and they love it. I yeah. mean, there's a lot of good review on on how that tracks. Yeah, so, and
1: flies. It, I mean, obviously the p 15s more of a, of a wing type, you know, so it's made, got to have
2: the good but, characteristics. Yeah, but what were design,
1: what yeah. were some of the differences you noticed, you know, when you were flying them back to back between the two? Now, obviously, in my personal opinion, the 105, as far as looking at it, is visually, is more, visually, yeah, more that's stunning, what I was saying, yeah. but. Yeah. Uh, but what's the differences between the two in the air?
0: Uh, obviously the, the 15 is like a wing. I mean, I, but I got comfortable with it right away. Like Mm -hmm. like I was cutting corners Mm -hmm. and flying it very much like, like any little wing that you fly, Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. and I'm like, geez, you know, I almost want to order a second canopy and do some, some FPV, but imagine the clock is ticking on an, on an EDF, right? Mm-hmm. Um, the only thing I did visually with mine too, is I added a little bit of color to the one wing tip. Uh, sorry, it's over here. I'm going yeah. backwards. Oh. Um, and after I'm doing a little bit of flying with it, I will probably paint it up, uh, you know, and that's, what's really interesting. A lot of the people that were watching or they're just painting the aircraft and, uh, George, who we talked to in the last podcast, um, a tired iron did a tiger cat like a tiger theme with his, and it looks stunning. So, right, right. You know, I like the little holes in the bottom, the mm-hmm, grips. Mm-hmm. Uh, that is really nice for throwing, and it is you know it is it is a really nice aircraft to get off, to, to to launch and you through you know upward angle enough power. And I guess the nice advantage with the EDF is there's no torque roll. Like oh the, yeah, the yeah, yeah, one six which three. we had
2: mentioned. Yeah, right. that's got to be awesome. Yeah.
0: Yeah, and it goes, and, you know. And, and you're we, not going to chop
2: your fingers off either with yeah. the ducted fan. No, not it.
0: unless you're, like, sticking them in there. <laughs> oh, yeah. you, know, you get your hand right into the hole. Yeah. Uh, and it flies and lands great. Uh, the only thing I noticed, which was really curious, because I was being a little crazy about, I used their stock glue, mm-hmm. and I smeared a line along the seam. And it was kind of interesting because I got it out the first day, and when I came home, I noticed that the heat had bubbled some of the foam, you uh-huh. know. Like, oh. like, you know, like inside the canopy. Mm-hmm. So is that I don't from know the know chemical
2: reaction there. of the glue then with the foam? That's think, or the, the paint? contact.
0: Yeah. So I would almost, I would almost say you're probably better off to use something like a foam tack, but then you've got to really let the plane set for 24 hours kind of thing to make sure everything's nice and secure. Yeah. Um, but what's really nice about the P, the, the 15, is it, it's a, it's a small profile. I almost, I was almost thinking, you know, what if the wing, sorry, the, the, the vertical stabilizer was magnetic. Oh yeah. Right. Ah, imagine a little bit of profile that thing would take once mm-hmm. uh you- to once you knock that off you know and then you could start you could put uh, it in a the,
2: sleeve then like a sleeve pocket well, of your car almost
0: well just anything or yeah. even like you know funny because i'm gonna go to home depot later on today because i want to make wing sleeves for the um for the grand tundra mm-hmm. uh so i'm gonna and you know imagine you making a little pocket so and, and that's what i'm thinking rides. like behind your seat there's usually that little oh yeah, <laughs> yeah, <sleeve> yeah. just <laughs> sliding in yeah, it's I, little box <laughs> this is totally one of those aircraft, and we we talk about this, you know, outside of the fact that you know if you're in like some crazy weather climate and you know things melt inside of air inside of cars, but this is totally one of those ones where you could you know throw a couple 2200s or, or 1800 eighteen hundred three s into the car, you have a dedicated little remote, and you know it's a three channel aircraft, mm-hmm. and you can go anywhere, and
2: and it handles that know, larger battery that
0: surprises me compared to that one you yeah, I was mentioning, I, yeah, and and. That that was interesting on the on the one oh five, but this one just you know there was zero issues. Plug it in and go. Yeah,
1: Sweet. I I love oh. the magnet idea on the, on the, the vertical stabilizer. But I guarantee yeah. if I did that, I would end up losing that sucker, it, or I could see, see it a a
0: bumping.
3: Down,
4: well, not yeah. not so much while I was flying.
1: <laughs> I would bump it on something and it right, would fall yeah. off or lose it in the car. I just see I it would, would come lose off it too easily. Yeah, think. yeah.
3: but it,
2: and I was thinking the same thing. Great too. idea though. You know, that is well, a, what they could do is like for the hatch. Put a you know, on how there. the hatch on it, you slide forward. Yeah, if they had like good. a little button like that, to oh, hold your vertical yeah, stabilizer and that would work perfectly. Yeah. Yeah. But It'd I'd be still secure lose it. enough. <laughs> I would still lose. You it know, you could sure. tuck and then lock. Mm hmm.
0: Was uh, when I when I brought the 105 to the field, it was rather interesting because um, a couple of the guys were asking, you know, <clears throat> you know, why uh, you know, they were saying, hey, why didn't you take the time and paint the intakes? And I'm like, actually, yeah, that would have been kind of cool if I, you know, sort of glue in the wings and just threw a little bit of black paint on it or something like oh. that, or silver mm-hmm. through the intake. You know, mm-hmm. just just for that other color, just a little different color look. But that bottom skid does a really good job. And uh, it's, you know, there's plenty of surface to grab and throw with his aircraft. So it, it's still it just, just
1: it's a striking looking. I mean, I, just that's what I love phenomenal. about it. Yeah, and I'm sure it, I'm sure in the air too, Andre, it, it really looks good, yeah. doesn't
0: it? So, so, Mike, would you on on your model? Would you look at the landing gear kit, or are you just going to leave no. it the way it is? I'm going to leave it the yeah. way it is. we don't have that anywhere thing would to, look silly with landing well, gear. we just don't have head.
2: anywhere to utilize that
0: kind yeah.
1: of gear either.
2: I would yeah. never put the landing gear on it. I kit. think it would look bad.
0: Oh,
1: it look terrible.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And, and I mean, while we're on the uh, while we're on the EDF kit, mm-hmm. oh, oh, I, uh, <laughs> oh, a vegan, vegan, yeah. vegan. vegan. Again, again, So this the the advantage of having a retired parent, my dad. Uh. He was like, yeah, you know, it was it was it was rainy. He's like, I got nothing to do. I'm like, I got something you can do. Ah, looks <laughs> nice. After,
3: dude,
0: are you span of a are you going you know? to put any paint on it? uh yeah i gotta paint it up i've started doing the uh the cockpit and i already mm-hmm. peeled a bit off the don't, cockpit. don't do
2: silver or gray I, <laughs> i'm struggling with mine <laughs> <I'll be honest.
0: laughs> i i am debating whether i do the you know traditional blue and yellow or if i'm just gonna do some. i i don't think i'm gonna paint um any of the control surfaces because mm-hmm. we know with the flight test foam uh i've experienced over the years if i put anything on there t- it tends to warp it just a tiny bit mm-hmm. so i'll probably just fuselage and put a couple little indicators, um, you know, a couple of visual indicators on the bottom. The one thing I went and did was it, the way the planes ship, the kits ship, mm-hmm. um, they, 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 they have a crease, a seam in the main wing. And oh. so I've gone and I've glued in a spar mm-hmm. uh, just to give it a little bit of more structural rigidity. And then there was another flight test guy, I forget his name right now, but he emailed me and said, he's actually came back uh, and redesigned the wing uh, for the vegans, so it's got more because I mean it's just a single piece of foam yes. So we, but over time you know flex yes. and everything yes. I'm like yeah there's no that's way great I'm going to idea because
2: yeah. I even stored mine I noticed my wings drooped or a little bit it seemed yeah. like
1: yeah and one you know that's 10G pull, that's pull up
2: maneuver and <laughs> that, that's awesome idea
0: so I'm running this is the 70 mil uh, <clears throat> 4S setup out of the F-16 I killed last year um. Mm-hmm. So it sounds a little raw fish on startup, and mm-hmm. I'm like that motor's been through a couple bumps, mm. and I'm I've got my throws on the on the controls like extreme. I'll dial them back in the remote, and that way I have all the, the, the input I want. So I will try and get this thing all colored up, uh, and it will come with me. Uh, it's the the ironic part about it is for the trip. It's actually a big piece of you know. It's mm-hmm. it takes up our real estate, so I think I'm gonna yeah. be able to hang it up down or something in the car. Um, that'll be like. Later today, this evening's task of figuring out what to bring with me, because we know we want the Grand Tundra. I know I got to bring the normal Tundra, um, and, and 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 go from there. So uh, we'll see. We'll see. We've got a lot of decision making to do between yeah, now and. I'll say. Wait. Right. So. What's that? Uh,
1: I see something blue and white way back on your bench back there. What is that?
0: Oh, oh. So that's the uh, that's the DuraFly. Durafly Slowpoke. Let me grab oh, that one.
2: Oh yeah, let's just, let's yeah, I, see I, that. I would like to see that too.
0: Yeah, I, unfortunately, I've got the box behind the uh, the, the 109, so I'm going to have issues reading reading the specs, but we'll get to it. That's um, all right. So th- that came to me. Hold on, Let me grab it. Oh wow, it's a it's a pretty big plane to be honest. Ooh, that is big plane. So um, what's really interesting is uh, um, the uh, the Durafly line. I thought well, it was all supposed to be. Uh, you know, 1100 millimeter wingspans, mm-hmm. but you know, microphone closer. But this one's a 1200, and it's got a one inch, sorry, a, a 12 inch wing cord.
1: Wow, I was gonna say, look at the size of that wing.
0: So it's uh, you know, so it's a it's a uh, you know, to 1200 mil total length is 940, weighs in about 1400 grams. Uh, it has a 700kv motor. It spins a 12 inch prop, 12 mm. by eight. But it's super quiet. I haven't – I've got a flight video and everything and on board and everything. Mm-hmm. But I, have, I haven't I have cut because I've been so busy. Um, but it took off and it flew just – it reminded me of the Pawnee. Oh, really? Yeah. Like, you know, it's got huge control surfaces and everything. I'll basically – I'll get there and I'll mix the ailerons eventually. So I, if I want a little bit of flap flapper on kind of, uh, mm. uh, you know, on the fact to it. But it is – it looks really nice. I love the – I love the Durafly blue. It is pretty. You know, they've used it on a few airplanes. Mm -hmm. Uh, It's funny because I was – and hopefully when Steve shows up, um, we'll be able to talk to him. But my wife was like, now, why don't they have a pink version of this aircraft? And I went, that's funny, you know? Mm -hmm. Put a female pilot in there, a little Uh pink, you know, matching pair. And I'm like, that would probably work really well. But it does have harder wheels. Mm Mm-hmm but I think they're four inch wheels. Yeah. They're four inch oh, wheels. So wow. this on a nice Tundra style tire would probably do really well. And I, these are fun. I like, Oh you know? yeah. So I did what a, I it? did a build video oh, with no. this thing. I and, see cords. Yeah. The wing, yeah. The little metal struts. I, you know, I'm sure they do a little bit of stability work. Sure. But my only hiccup with this, or not even a hiccup. My only complaint with this aircraft was the fact that they use ball links, mm-hmm. but the, they so use a they use a nut and bolt system inside the um if, uh, on the control horn. So if you have to undo anything, you have to have a little screwdriver and a little wrench that works with uh, that, or yeah, a little or some uh,
1: pliers. Yeah.
0: And you're, then you're running the risk in the field of losing the mm-hmm. nut. You know. Oh. <laughs> so that's really really <laughs> the only one here. Let me, back
1: so what kind of flight care i mean does it really hold up to its name the slow poke that you can just really dial it down and just cruise around slow and then i'm assuming with the big prop you know 12 by 8 prop running uh what 2200 so probably got get up and move too leads, huh
0: yeah. it's um yeah it's 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 and it took off i i got it on the runway everybody's watching as usual and it just woof, in the air she went really really docile uh, you know and I, I often use the term pussycat right mm-hmm. and it's just it just flew so well and then afterwards i just kind of started opening it up and, and get and you know just pushing it a little harder uh you will do basic aerobatics with it and everything so it's it, it's um it's a cruiser i would mm-hmm. i would say it's a nice looking cruiser and it like i said it immediately reminded me of my pawnee hmm
1: that's interesting so it just it just—it's just a really, just a fun really, do it all. Yes. Yeah, yeah. If you yeah, want to go out yeah. and have a good relaxing flight, just That's cruise it, around. Exactly. Yeah, and I, I would say like it'd Sorry. be go it'd ahead. be interesting too. You know, something that big. Uh, I wonder how it takes the the wind and the weather.
0: Yeah, yeah. I'm mean, will find out I, I'm sure I'll find that out. I, and I'm sh- I'm sure like the Pawnee, it will fly off skis just fine. Oh know? yeah. It's, yep. It's it's a really nice it again.
1: the pilot might get a little cold but i mean it'll <laughs> work we'll
0: give him a jacket uh, <laughs> it, it, it will fly from anywhere from a uh um, 2200 to 3000 i was told and then it probably would handle a four a 4s if you wanted to if you prop down but i i why there's always that need no yeah. exactly there's why always
1: that it's a slow poke yeah, yeah exactly. you know that's pretty cool. I like that. Um, oh, I wanted to uh, jump back. I don't know if we, we actually answered the question. Between the P-15 and the 105, some of the different flying characteristics, and, and I'm assuming that the P-15, pr- does the landing speed, is it quite a bit slower than the 105 just because it's basically kind of like a wing?
0: Yeah. Yeah, well, this is it. Like, I, I, I think – <laughs> From the amount of flying I got with the 105, eh, um, I'm going to say you want to fly that one a little faster. Uh-huh. I'm going to say that that aircraft you want to keep it up. The the P15 you can throttle off and glide like any other wing, and mm-hmm. then bring the throttle back up. You know, so it's the the airfoil and the design on that aircraft are great for for exactly that. You know, it's like you just take off. You know, throttle back and just cruise, I'm, or you can just be going all crazy with it. So, yeah,
2: I'm already getting a little nervous now with the 105.
0: <laughs> all these different uh,
2: flying. Well, I think what you we'll do is we'll take take your and your vegan first, and go out
1: and get some flights on that, get you comfortable, and then we'll toss the 105 yeah, for you good idea. and watch you <laughs> shake and
0: sweat. Ah, you'll be Whoa. fine. You'll be fine. Like I said, I'm just, already worried I, about it. Nah, nah, you know you'll be you've got lots of you have three S thirteen hundreds, Mike. Yes. Yeah, you use that. Just set your time back more conservative on your initial flight and go with it. Um, and then that, that was my mistake. Like, just the battery was too heavy and some other technical setups. And I think you'll just you'll have zero issues with this mm-hmm. aircraft. Uh,
1: Ken, I just see you wanted to know who owned or made the C one thirty that you posted earlier. Um, I'm assuming that's the one andre posted where we're waiting on steve and we can get more into that and what it is yep. and who makes it and everything so we're just kind of waiting uh, on steve at this point and we'll get him on and we'll talk a little bit more about that it's exciting buck wanted
0: though. to know buck uh wanted to know what we thought about the new optera yeah we're going to talk about that i guess
1: we could uh yeah heck let's just pull up, pull that up now i i like it um I think it's a perfect size, smaller wing. I, I love the big obter. don't get me wrong. Um, you know, you take it out and you fly. It's just this big, lazy wing that you can just... I'm
2: surprised eh, you like that. Really? it's Especially FPV,
1: Mike. It's yeah. just, you get it up there and it just cruises it around. It doesn't do anything bad. But even flying it, like, it's just fun just to... It almost kind of reminds me of the radiant a little bit because it is so big and it just, you know... Floats around and it even will thermal a little bit. So I, I guess it's just a, a, a natural progression that they made a smaller one because it the regular Optera is big. Mm, I mean, there's that's nothing, what I don't no like way, way around it. Huge. The cool thing with what they did with the E Flight Optera 1.2 is they made three versions, and I think that's pretty cool for people who maybe have their own um, FPV equipment. But let's let's we'll jump into what they did with the fully equipped. Now they come out one with one, it's 350 bucks. It's an Obtera S plus 1.2 meter FPV equipped bind and fly basic with AS3X and safe plus. So what you're getting with this, it includes a factory installed FPV camera, Video transmitter with interactive OSD capable of sport flying, aerobatics, soaring, and more. Three and four cell compatible mic, which I that's fantastic. If you want to throw a three cell in there and just cruise all around FPV, or you want to do four cell and just crank around, you got that option. Exclusive safe plus GPS enabled drone technology, auto land. Holding pattern and virtual fence functions. Now I can see the holding pattern as being really cool. FPV if you lose float? signal. Yeah. You know yeah. what I mean? You're like, ah oh, I lost signal. Oh, what are we gonna holding pattern that things yeah. just gonna circle over your head and you're pull That'd the goggles be awesome. off, you look and you're like, Oh, okay, there we are.
2: Land. That would be very nice. Because
1: How many times, especially where we fly, you lose videos. Oh my gosh, or you start freaking out and then you're not you know where your plane's <laughs> at, but you, you throw the goggles off and you're like, Where's it at? Where's it at? Yeah, so that's That's really cool. Yeah, that is cool. Uh, Optional use, altitude hold, and self-leveling and angle limits. Again, for FPV, this is fantastic stuff. Spectrum receiver with 2.4 DMX, stability and precision of AS3X, tool-free fastener, airframe assembly. Now, I will say I watched a little bit of the video. If you remember, Mike, It it does break down, but it is a little... If you don't fly it all the time, remembering how it goes. Remember that, Mike? We yeah. Were, uh... oh, how would I forget but that? But what they did do and I like is um, on the regular you got to actually physically plug in your um, your plugs for your uh, ailerons and everything. This has the plugs built right in. So you just slide the wings right <laughs> like on. Like
2: Cessna or whatever.
1: Yeah. So that makes a big difference. That's nice. So convenient, I like the plugs. Yes. Convenient hands-free servo connection. Enlarged elevons offer excellent control response at any speed. Multiple vortex generators to enhance the slow speed, stability, and control. Of course, this one includes FPV camera and optional use standard noses. Integrated keel makes launching easier and adds landing protection. Lightweight, durable EPO foam, blah, blah, blah. Uh, flies on a 2200 to a 3200 three or four cell. What you get in the box, you obviously get the plane, the S-Plus, the receiver, flight controller, AS3X safe technology, GPS module, 30 amp brushless ESC, 480 size motor, 13 gram micro servos. A Spectrum VC602 camera, adjustable 25, 200, and 600-milliwatt video transmitter. I like that, too, with Mm -hmm. interactive OSD. Now, if it's anything like the other OSDs that are on, like, the Torrent or everything, it's fantastic because it shows your your battery voltage and everything right on there, so you don't have to wonder. Um, uh, Let's see. Uh, Advanced Aerodynamics Lightweight Construction. Uh, so that is the Bind and Fly Basic S Plus One Point Two. Now the other ver- Now, three hundred and fifty bucks. I guess really, Mike, you get a lot of equipment. there. That's a lot of stuff for three hundred. Because when I first seen it, I'm like three hundred and fifty bucks. I think the
2: same, but then when you start blurting out all the features, yeah, that's pretty awesome. Right.
1: But if you don't want all that stuff. You can bump down to the 1.2 bind and fly basic with just AS3X and safe select. So this is basically the what
2: fencing. Yes.
1: So this honesty. one would be basically just like the big Obterra, and the price is 200 bucks. Oh wow, you save a lot. Save That's a money. right, right. And then so what you're getting there is basically just the airplane. You're getting the spectrum receiver with AS3X. Um.
2: So you could get a lot of fun out of that without all the bonus Yes, as and
1: well. and again, if you got your own FPV equipment, you know, you just throw in your transmitter and your camera, and boom, you're you're ready to go. Um, same thing, uh, thirty two hundred twenty two four cell. Everything else is the same, except it doesn't have all the fancy stuff in it. And I'm on the fence. Like Andre, what do you, what would you do? Would you just buy the two hundred dollar one? I'm guessing, or would you go all out? I mean, I. The features you on the the full version you might not use all the That's time. Like I, I don't I know, if I,
2: yeah, I don't know. But
1: we run into that small problem where you got trouble with the video, video, or something, or something happens, and and like I said, auto land, auto takeoff, and everything's kind of nice. If especially if you're by yourself flying FPV, I kind of like it. It's like, but eh, do you spend that extra money, Andre? What would you do in that situation?
0: Ooh, do I own a spectrum radio yes or no 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 so we got I got a module def-
1: but not an actual
0: Spectrum Radio. yeah no radio. no and you know what I don't fly I won't fly any FPV with that module it's just uh, I've had too many bad experiences. Mm-hmm. I think I would end up if I mean I have so many wonderful FPV ships that I just need to finish unfortunately but I think I would probably just I would probably go with the plug and play I guess. Uh, and then drop in like my vector or something. If it actually, yeah, that's probably what I would end up doing. I would buy the $170 one and I would drop in my vector and my own FPV kit and my long range FR sky radio stuff. And I would have the exact same capacity and functionality that you do in your stuff. So it's, yeah, that's probably where <laughs> I would go. Uh, Buck Stamp says he'd go full Monty. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. That's,
1: I uh, I do like all those features. It would be nice would to my, have. See,
2: would my radio work with all those features? Probably not. Yeah, the DX8. Uh, yeah, radio's the
0: radio is a radio, right? Generation one.
2: So, yeah, I, I think so. What am I thinking? Oh, it, I was thinking of features like telemetry and stuff. Oh, you yeah, you, the OSD comes through the goggles. yeah, it comes so through the goggles. So be, yeah, okay
1: and with. all the other functions are are on board the aircraft, so the you would be fine. Okay. Yeah,
2: I'd be good. No I go. I go. I'd go with all the features then for sure.
1: Okay. (laughs) (laughs) So that's the basic, bind and fly basic. Now, they also have one more which is the E-flight Optera 1.2 This is the meter. one Andre
2: said he would opt Yeah, for. the plug yeah. and play. I didn't touch that.
1: Yeah. And basically that's you're getting just the airplane. What's in the box? You're getting the E-flight Optera plug and play. Th- your, so you put your own receiver own in. Own receiver, stuff, yeah. your own equipment and everything. And the cool thing with this 170
0: bucks. Yeah. You get a nice airframe. Right. Uh you know and and we've seen what the the big off terror it's going to be interesting to see um you know how this thing performs obviously we know how good the two meter aircraft ones Mm -hmm. flies um and this is just a little you know this is probably the perfect size to be honest yeah and real quick I'll, i'll run
1: through the specs uh flying wait actually this thing of course um I'm, I'm reading the specs off of the plug-and-play, so they might be a little bit yeah. different for the other ones. But the flying weight actually is fairly light for a 1.2. It's only 34.6 ounces or 980 grams. Uh, you can just run a four-channel with Elevon mixing. Like I said, 30-amp brushless ESC, three or four-cell, 480 so- I'm surprised the motor's pretty small. It's only a 480 and 880 kV, but I guess for a wing you probably don't need a whole lot. Two 13 gram digital micro servos installed, and the wingspan is 47.2 inches or 1200 millimeters. So you're almost at 50 inches. So it's still a pretty, pretty good size wing. But yeah. And I personally love the looks of the Optera. I think they look awesome in the air. Uh, so that's we,
2: where we differ, I think. Yeah, you don't like it. You like
1: never it. did like the regular Octavia. <laughs> I, I think why. that's why when we made it and you know, we had twenty mile an hour winds, you're like, oh, let's, let's just do it. it. <laughs> Maybe we'll just crash it.
2: It's <laughs> just tosses. <laughs> but
1: it, it really, it probably, honestly, if it's anything like the big one, it's got to be the easiest wing, Andre, I've ever flown. It, I mean, it literally even fun. Well, that's a whole different <laughs> animal. There, the P15.
2: I still I mean, see torque roll because of the prop and no, like that. that. But you're no, saying now. Is that no. what, is that what the self landing and self launching takes out of that torque effect? Is I, that what it's? Yeah, doing? The, I don't know. My I'm big
1: up tear never even thought about. But it ha- you
2: said it had that feature in here where it was auto. Was like yeah, you can do the, top, the auto, auto landing and, and even, even, but is even. Is that what it's trying to do then, or is it? Well, just it'll self level. So when you throw it. Um, when you you do the
1: auto takeoff, it just raises the elevons up just, just a little bit. Okay. So that's, so all you do is throttle up and throw it. And then it self-corrects because it's in the self-leveling and it just
2: slowly. So it probably does take away torque effects to some degree in the throttle if it's keeping those wings level.
1: I agree with you there. And then what was nice, too, it it basically, when you flip that switch over when I was flying FPV, even though I did land it myself a couple times, I wanted to see what it would do kind of in the auto level. And basically, you just shut the throttle down. It sets the elevons and it literally just came down just perfect. Mm, Awesome. I mean, nothing. So, Yep.
0: I think that's That's what I need with the (laughs) F-105.
2: Yeah, I
0: think you're right. (laughs) I need need some landing assist there, I think. What'd you say, Andre? I think we should put this one on our radar, man. I really do. Yeah. I'm I'm
2: feeling that too, actually. I agree.
1: I agree. It would be a fun fun uh, wing to cruise around. Yeah. Yeah, Whether you fly at FPV or not, you know?
0: Yeah. Yeah. I mean, and I still have, I still have all my, <laughs> I'm the worst, I'm the worst wing builder in the world right now. I just, I start them and then I have, you know, squirrel moments. And so it takes me a little while to get back to them and, and finish them off. But, um, mm-hmm. yeah, I got a few that I will be flying, uh, the, this, this coming weekend when I'm up with you guys. Anyhow, so we, we, we know we've got a few ready to go. Right, right. Uh, Let's see. There was a couple other things here. Oh,
1: yeah. Let's talk about that real quick. Why we're on the wing subject. Then we'll go back to Horizon because they had a couple more things. That is the – what is that?
0: That's the Tomahawk. That's the Durafly Tamaki. Let me flip it upside down. So we we had Steve on, and we talked about the release of this thing, I believe. Um, uh, and I've gone with the orange, uh, and uh, I think I was number six or number nine. I forget now. I just stuck a sticker on it. And you know what? This is. I was skeptical at first. I've flown it uh, a few times. I haven't flown FPV um, with it, but I already know what it's going to look like because I looked at the onboard footage, and it was stunningly smooth. Uh, and it's – well, one thing nice about the smaller wings, it's it the – I just do the underarm toss, and, and it, it just took off, and very smooth, very clean, mm-hmm. and uh, it doesn't um, it doesn't really uh, – it doesn't really do anything odd, mm-hmm. um, which is really nice, and you can run it on three S1300s or four S1000s, and the CG isn't changed, and I've got all my – you know, all my FPV kit sits in there. It's got actually the cover – it's got a nice little shelf. Oh, and, sweet. Uh, that's, that's where the transmitter lives. I've got yeah. a, what, Oh, that's nice. Running a run cam swift in the nose mm-hmm. and that's glued in nice. And then the ESC and everything. I like and the size battery. of that. It looks, yeah, it looks like it, a you nice know, small size to me. Yeah. It, it's, it's up there with, you know, I'm sure it's probably about the same size as a PT 15 and it doesn't have, you know, it doesn't have any, you know, big control. Well, it's got two vertical stabs, but that's it. And, uh, and they glue in within no time, so it's a real quick setup aircraft. I like the fact that the receiver has these two little antenna things on oh, top yeah, of the wing the that come out. Yep, you know, and then the CGs. And it was funny because everybody was talking about the CG, and I stuck the battery to the into the back and took off. I was like, this is fine. Uh, so it's uh, it, 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 it's but the only thing I changed was the 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 canopy. You get two canopies. You get one to hold the hold. Uh, an action cam on the outside, like um, like a Mobius. Mm-hmm. I took the strap off, and I just used Velcro. Um, the strap really didn't, for me, didn't secure the equipment really nicely. So, uh, you know, so it's, um, <laughs> someone's asking, Jay's asking for the specs on this guy. I, I will have to look it up, but it's running a multi-star 2206, 2150 kV motor, and I think that's a five-inch prop uh yeah it's a five bullnose five by four five and you know it is small um what what 900 mil wingspan i think it it's obviously weighs. i I don't have the box or or the specs nearby but you know you're you're outside of the 250 gram limit but you're not you're not heavy it is Mm -hmm. not a huge airplane and it flew really nice so i will have to finish off the my flight video um but it was funny because someone was asking me and you know, I posted a picture and you know, everybody's like, was that from your fan? I'm like, no, it was from the wing in my action cam. Um, and it's just uh, so it's a pretty stable. I mean, you can see you can see when I was flying in the video as I'm throwing as I'm bouncing to the rates and everything is getting all, all uh, bouncy and crazy. But uh, then you slow it down and it smooths out. So it's a fun little wing. It's got lots of, you know, control surface authority. And, uh, you know, I think it's... Pretty versatile, so uh, this is one of the ones I'll be flying out in Ohio with you guys when we do some FPV flying. So, so you can go up with your Optera, and I'll be like this 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 mm. annoying little thing flying all hey, over you. you know, and I can land on you. And, I was
1: gonna say we could try landing on it, you know, on top. or mid- arrows. I was wonder if there's a way we could we could take off with it on there, and then you take uh, that would be cool. We got to figure something out.
0: A little bit of the Velcro other, on the top.
1: Yeah. The other thing we need to figure out a little bit, and I don't know where to go or what to do, is we need. Almost need, my three wings to fly together, whether it be the Tomahawks or we go for the little ultra micro um, F-27s or I don't know where to go with it. Or what to do but it would we, be cool. we to, have the
0: 900 too we have a the the like formation with on.
1: fpv somehow yeah or just cruise around follow each other
2: <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> formation flying what is that <laughs> we know what kind of we know what we're I'm yeah. talking about <laughs> yeah we know what kind
1: of formation flying mike likes to do the closer the better yeah that's right exactly <laughs>
2: If yeah, contact that's, happens, that's just part of formation. Flying. Yeah, Chris
0: is going along <laughs> the going every once in a while. It does bumping, getting down. bumped around. <laughs> yeah, Mike and I will get on. You know, each side of the wing. Okay, Mike, you push down, I'll push up. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> we'll rotate it. <him. laughs>
1: I don't know if you could hurt that big thing, to be honest with I'm you. I'm sure I could. That thing is like a tank. <laughs> Pro- probably with your tricopter.
2: I thing, nice... you would cut the wing. If you say... could cut a
1: tree in half with your your mini tricopter, you could probably rip the wing right off the Altera.
2: And I know there's a nice cell tower at Chance that <laughs> could find, too. <laughs> I'm sure it would do a number on it.
1: Oh, uh... <laughs>
2: Oh
0: that's uh, just that's just wrong. <laughs> wing slap.
1: Yeah. I mean well, you could go into your own business with that. Mike's uh treetop service, courtesy of uh, tri,
2: uh mini tricopter. I that was funny when I took the top I've of that top. I've never tri- seen anything <laughs> like that in my life. <laughs> like a buzz saw here. Oh, that's
1: pretty funny. <laughs> so I, I guess back to the tomahawk. Um wh- what it who would like the tomahawk? Andre, I mean, what what are some you know? There's the the thing is, there's getting to be so many of these nice, I, cool little wings out. I it's, assume that's yeah. smaller
2: than the optera we were talking. about. Yes, yeah, so quite a bit yeah. smaller. For than Transporting the- purposes
0: and stuff, it'd be nice.
1: Yeah, boy, somebody's uh, might be here.
0: I'm just grabbing some of the specs and everything, and just you know, I'll throw it in. Oh, and. and um, a-
1: and while you're looking, uh, I was curious with the price with that. Obviously, that does not come with the FPV gear. You have to put your own transmitter and, and battery and everything like that. That'd
2: so be closer to the PNP version.
1: Yeah. So, yeah, yeah. Nice.
0: Yeah. so this is, uh, yeah, it, uh, 119 from out of the U.S. warehouse. It is a 670 mil wing, so 26 inches. Mm-hmm. And, and let's see, where was the flying weight? Just to let you know, the flying weight... Uh, actually, the flying weight without a battery or FPV is 220 grams. Mm. So I was wrong on that statement. So obviously, once you add the FPV yes. and the battery, yeah. you're you over. That and like what? I said, you're flying anywhere from a 1300 3S to a 1000 um, and I'm flying with the graphene's in there and with the camera and everything. So I don't remember what uh, what my end weight was, uh, but you know, at that point, I was like, "Yeah, let's go." But I'm running just my FR Sky Radio in it. Um, so who is interested in this thing? Anybody who doesn't want to laminate some of these other wings, mm-hmm. uh, you know, and I need to like I've got that Defiant 28. I have the other small wing from uh, TBRC, which is the Apex V2. And those things I need to finish off because they're going to run this thing. They're going to be, you know, they'll be as competitive as this. The nice part with this aircraft was you could pick your stickers. um, You just do a little bit gluing. It's going to be fairly robust. But, you know, if you have a good hard impact crash, you're probably going to do a little damage to the foam Mm -hmm. um, because. Not laminated, you know, and it's just uh, I think it's EP, uh, EPO foam. If I'm if I'm re- remembering correctly, yeah. But overall, it's a great little package, and for 120 bucks, you know, you throw in your receiver and you go. Um, from the global warehouse, it's like you know, it's 100 dollars. So wow, yeah, uh, you know, shipping. <laughs> yeah, yeah Dave you know. Bellman
1: says the uh, Micro F27 FPV is an absolute blast to fly together with people or friends because.
0: yeah and you know that one that one's something that we even have been considering uh, ourselves right as as a you know is to get two or get three of them and just just go crazy yeah and,
1: and we we missed the boat and it's totally my fault as they put them on sale and it had to be only like a couple days it seemed like but they had them for 99 dollars ready to go and i didn't jump on it mike and we could have had three of the little f20 oh man i'm so oh um Somebody was asking if we remember the plane that Bixler got
2: stuck up in the tower. Do you
1: remember when that
2: happened, Mike? Mm-hmm. And it was, and it, it came down later. Or something we were going to get the crews yeah, out there to get it down. And, right, right. And then before they could make it, that arrangement, it came down. Yeah. And
1: that was uh, an odd bird uh, uh, that Kiki made when he was still working at Horizon. It was a vectored thrust, big, expensive wing. I can't remember the name of it. Um, but yeah, that, that was, uh, they weren't real happy with that plane. I remember when they were flying it and I can't think of the name of what it was, but yeah, that one stayed up in the tower for quite a, a week, while, maybe at Something least like a week or longer. Cause when they called the cell phone tower and they're like, well, we do our monthly inspections we'll when get we get out then. there. Yeah. So, Oh, is a Scimitar? Yeah, it was a, scim- that's, is that right? Scimitar? Is that sound? Yeah, that, that might could be, be right. what it was. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh well, our followers have a good memory on this stuff i know uh we're still waiting for steve i'm not sure i'm sure he probably fell asleep because it is it is way 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 late so what do you think andre should we just talk a little bit i don't know how much info you got on some of this stuff but if you wanted to jump into it or talk about yeah, what they we actually released um, yeah.
0: I don't think they have uh, – they don't have a whole lot listed, but we can certainly talk about what we know mm-hmm. and uh, and go from there. And uh, I'm just seeing if they have anything listed. Um, so, yeah. All right. Give me a second here to call up all my notes. Okay. And we will go from there. New. Just see if they've got anything. While
1: well, you're looking, Mike, so you, we've looked at the Mini Optera. We just were looking at the Tomahawk. Um, what? I mean, if you were looking for another, because I know you're a wing guy, and I just gave you here recently the yeah, Motion RC, the that, yeah. 900 um, Tech One FPV wing. So, what what piques your interest in all this, or would you go micro and go ultra micro like F twenty? I mean, what? Well, what's F twenty? I don't remember that's the that. Ultra, okay, when we were at the Toledo show, see if you remember this. <laughs> Um it was a together. small little white and red wing and I picked it up and it was all new and they made it out of Z foam and I was bending it and I go, Look at this Mike, look, you know. We could get three of these and we could crank it and you're like, Oh man, that would be sweet. And they're real little. They're only like this See that you know, appeals to me, the smaller yeah, the one. The smaller one. It it'd be almost like flying a small you know, uh quadcopter, but it's just a small wing instead. Chase each other around. I you know, I don't think you're really gonna hurt too much when you bump into each other. But then That's you got, what I need. <laughs>
3: yeah, <laughs> for
1: sure. But then you know you got the the tomahawk, which is obviously bigger. But then you can go to the mini, Optera. Hmm. With you know, go. Yeah. Bells and whistles. Too. Yeah.
2: <sighs> Big decision. Uh, yeah. Honestly, I don't. know. I'm fighting myself on those options. Uh, Buck, I can't really answer right now. Buck
1: Stamp said the Grand Tundra went on sale. Finally. Mm -hmm, Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Grand
2: Bushmule. Now, the smaller ones, could we, like, fly those in the backyard here, or is it uh, too big for that?
1: I would say that... You probably could, but they'd
2: be probably <laughs> they'd be, be
1: pushed. Yeah, it'd be like <laughs> <laughs> We'd probably get dizzy trying to fly those, or somebody would definitely so. end up in the pool, <laughs> or the guaranteed,
2: cor- or the crack but, or something. Really I do,
1: you know, you got to wonder though, that things being so small and foam, if you landed it's in the pool, you float. float. I well wonder enough. if you could
2: just take back off. No, what I doubt do you think? That. No,
1: <laughs> 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 be like a
2: boat in the pool there with a propeller going. You might be able to prop what? it to the edge, or you might have to get in the pool to get it out. No, I
1: was wondering if we landed in the pool with the. The ultra micro f27 if we could take back off yeah in the you water.
2: might want to coat that with some <laughs> waterproofing <laughs> you can skip all the, yeah, you you skip water water.
1: the water, just take right back off you might want to do some waterproofing on the electronics. nah who needs that you don't need a waterproofing
2: <laughs> well, russ never heard anything.
1: no it's not salt water we're good to go so <laughs> it's probably worse it's chlorine water <laughs> Yeah, I think we'd be pushing our limits with that in the backyard. I don't know. If we had some, I'd definitely try it. <laughs> yeah, plane, I know huh? you would. I
2: mean, no, nothing's going to stop you at uh, a challenge like that.
1: So, I don't know. I don't know either. That's a tough call, you know? What are you... Okay, so when Andre finally comes down, what are you most excited to fly when he gets here? I mean, what do you... Because I know you get all gung-ho and you're up at six... <laughs> let's go! Let's go! <laughs> Come on! Obviously, some kind of close formation flying, right? <laughs>
3: exactly.
2: <laughs> 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 Andre, you sweating when I say that. The BF-109s yeah, 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 yeah. will be fun. I oh, think. the bf 109. yeah. I know. So that I know. They've, fun.
1: Those have been sitting waiting to go. I think those things are going to look beautiful in the air. I do, too. For sure. Yeah.
2: And if we do formation, it's going to be like far formation.
1: Yeah. <laughs> like, oh, oh, okay, oh, and God. here's here's the problem we're going to run into. I can see it already right now. Andre and you have the same airplane. Oh no! So how oh, how no. are we, we going to? Yes. Happened.
0: So how are we uh, going to do that? Well, which one are you going? Which one does Mike have?
1: He's got the camo same camo color camo. you have, the desert. Camo. I've got
0: both. I'm probably going to bring the Bob.
1: The Bob, which is the yellow one. Oh, so it's going to be me and you mixing them
0: up then. He's more comfortable with that, I think. (laughs) No, no, I like the desert one. I don't want you guys to go near my desert oh, one. Oh, <laughs> I see how it is. Uh, <laughs> so I'll probably bring the. I'll uh, I'll I'll change the color up. You're um, probably better with that decision
2: because um, Chris will respect your <laughs> airspace probably better than I can.
0: <laughs> I'll put like some black over over the yellow nose. Put a stripe or something on All both right. sides. Just a little different differential, but uh, no. It, so okay, so we'll talk about the thing. I'm still pinging Steve. Uh, I I see that he might be awake. But I'm not sure. I mean, it's got to be like midnight or something over there right now. Right, uh, right, so right. We'll see if we get them. So what no I'll problem. do is I will jump through. We'll jump through the four new products or the three new products that they showed during this live event and talk about it. Um, Buck is also asking. I'm just curious to know when the, the. I don't have any details on the Spitfire yet, but it's something that's in the topic of conversations when I do talk uh, mm-hmm. to Steve. So those things are common um, yes, the Grand Tundra, big, beautiful Grand Tundra finally went on. Uh, so the, really the pre-release is over. So they're finally going to start shipping those bad boys. Um, I, I'm, I'm very curious to find out what kind of delays there were. Um, is Andre going to be updating to the Fat Shark? Uh, not for that know, price. Not for that price. <laughs> for that price, we'll talk about what I'm thinking about buying when I'm down in Ohio. Oh, all right, we'll I'll write that, that down. So. Yeah, it, yeah. Nick, we're, Steve? Steve was all gun ho and uh, and uh, he he knows the time things. And that's we we purposely he he purposely says he wants to come on at this time because then we can engage with the North American market on you know nine, ten o'clock in the morning. So uh, we'll see. He may he may still spur awake and we might be able to get some conversation out of him. But for now, we're going to talk about the three aircraft that they demoed at the event. Uh, so the Ooh. first one they showed off were the Sky Swords. And they're very popular for Hobby King. The original ones were like 90 millimeters, like uh, pushing 350 US dollars or 370 US dollars. Big cell pack count and everything. They've come back with a slightly smaller version of that aircraft, so they've scaled it down and they've gone with a 70 mil 4S pack, so very similar to what I'm going to be running in the uh, in the in the vegan setup. And they've gone with teal, blue, yellow, and a pink color. Uh, mm-hmm. So my wife is totally, totally wanting me to you know consider getting the pink one. And I said it was kind of interesting from a from that kind of thing. I, I'm not sure. I've never tracked a pink airplane before. And we all have our color shade, You know, will that pink blend into the sky more than the yellow? We don't know, but mm-hmm. it'd be kind of fun to uh, to uh, figure, to try that out. So we'll, we'll see. So those look really cool. Again, 70 mil, smaller wingspan. I don't have any detect specs outside of that. It's a 4S. I'm going to assume like 4S 3300 or 3000 kind of size. Mm-hmm. Uh, and again, the size is a Sky Sword, which has got that narrow nose and everything. They look they look phenomenal. They look like really amazing aircraft. And I'm super. When Steve told me that they were coming back with that one and they were looking at smaller power packs, because a lot of people don't want to make the jump to 6S. And, mm-hmm. you know, after making the jump to 6S myself, I can tell you the pain, the, 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 the price pain is there. Mm-hmm. Um, so we'll and, see. And that Sky
1: uh, Sword is probably the scariest looking EDF jet I've ever seen in my life.
2: Yeah, you're not going to want to hand catch that.
1: No, no. No. <laughs>
2: our ch- our sternum catch.
1: <laughs> uh and I'm I'm just curious, I wonder like how hard that thing is to fly. It literally looks like a missile with two little wings on it, you know, and being seventy millimeter. Man, I don't know.
0: Yeah it's they look great in the video oh, i so agree I'm like, oh and, I, and i've seen photos before like steve has sent me a couple of them and i'm like oh that looks awesome so i'm curious uh you know being uh being you know 2018 is turning into my year of being silly uh, uh edf flying you know it's uh it's oh that one's tempting and uh aerial jousting with that puppy yes, yes. <laughs> that was yeah
1: aerial ju- there you go mike now you found your edf Arial that'd be near jousting.
0: impossible Oh, that would be FPV, it, Mike. Oh
2: my gosh!
0: You know, it would be so, a, so, a sword
2: so right into Chris, the camera lens. Perfect.
0: <laughs> but, uh, but Chris is there flying along with his with his you know two meter optera, and we'll come up with the swords and poke him, <laughs> <Yeah>. stab me. <laughs> <laughs> That'd be fun. <laughs> just comes straight up right through the wing
1: <laughs> that would be great video because you know you could put the camera on back so sides. you would see yeah. the the nose on that thing it would just oh, oh my that god funny yeah would be, you know we could do like
0: earlier refueling simulation off yeah. the terra what is so cool A little magnetic tether mhm the problem and is the ETFs. yeah actually you know what that might be a lot of fun <laughs> <laughs> we're getting
2: some good ideas rolling in here that and might be I- a lot of fun. I hate to say it, but I love
1: the pink one. I'm all about pink. I've always liked pink. I'm, uh, I raced motocross back in the 90s. I had pink helmets, pink gear. Oh, I love God, pink, no. Mike. Oh, no. Yeah. Oh, go and
2: for I, camo or something, And and, and, I, and I don't care if you got some... Ma- You're killing me, if man. You I have can't this, deal with pink. If you, <laughs> just, <laughs> Come on, man. If you got this
1: crazy EDF pink jet and that thing's going through the air at 120 mile an hour, you got to respect the pink jet.
2: You no, know, pink, no, no. Come on, uh. come on. <laughs> so, You're into so, the pink, oh, dude. You know what? I might have to leave. I'm there's sorry. a, there's a. <laughs> I still got. I just can't deal. With it.
1: <laughs> I should go pull it down. There's a pink helmet up there, sitting on the shelf yet. Wow. Nice man. Yeah. Wow.
0: Nice. nice. Mm-hmm. So the pink palace. I'm too old <laughs> the pink for that. palace.
2: Oh my <laughs> gosh, I forgot all about that. Oh jeez. <laughs> I forget about it actually. The pink th- you forgot about the pink palace. What? I, yeah, it was some wasn't an exhibit or something. It, uh
1: no, it was. I can't remember I now. I can't
2: remember. I mean, I remember the term, but I don't remember what it was. It was like a a different country or something. Did I don't I remember that way? Wasn't that a install story? Yeah,
1: it was something with Findenstool, I think the pink. I don't know, but it whatever it, it was, was, it funny was funny. Oh, I know, it was funny. <laughs> um. Buck says he's got a DOG with fluorescent pink trim. It came that way and it tracks very... See? You can see it, Mike. A big pink EDF jet. You can follow that around, you know? I would get laughed off the field with
0: that. No, you wouldn't. I don't
2: think so. (laughs)
0: <laughs> we'll I, pardon me, we'll find out if uh, if we get a hold of uh Steve and we get our hands on one I'm a, and see I'm how gonna it tracks because I'm down. curious I'm really curious because I know talking, I, I know even red can be an issue uh in the fall Please with don't. the um you don't see it? With the big airplane <laughs> not really oh, I don't know if I can get it down
2: He's trying to get the pink helmet now. He's all—he's <laughs> going to destroy well, the million-dollar. Well, he's looking studio. for the helmet.
0: I'll ta- I'll go on to the Snecen aircraft, um, which is kind of cool. It is a Spitfire done in U.S. Navy blue.
1: Look at that, Mike. That is a beautiful thing.
2: <sighs> oh, lordy. <laughs> Thank God you have other colors in there.
1: <laughs> See, Mike, I had to pull this out <laughs> just just for you.
2: Tell me that's not a beautiful looking helmet. I like it all the from here down. Looks great. That is a beautiful <laughs> helmet.
1: You don't like that? How can you not like a, a beautiful looks pink like it's helmet? never been used. It hasn't. This what, one hasn't. Where, where, where do you have an unused helmet for? Well, it's a long story, but this one is unused. This one here, but I'd think a guy like
2: you, you wouldn't wear a helmet. What? <laughs> I got to protect what, what little I... You, you were always in the hospital. I know. <laughs> oh, gee. I even saw you mountain biking with a helmet. I'm like, what are you doing? Oh, I got to protect
1: what, what little is left up there. I mean, seriously.
2: That's not very machismo.
1: Jesus. <laughs> I have very left up there. I have to protect it.
2: I can't. I mean, when I was a kid, I, I oh, was. Well, when you were a kid, we didn't even know what a helmet was. No. No. Yeah, we, I was at the motocross where they ran motocross yeah. with my BMX bike. Oh, yeah. I'm jumping these cliffs, breaking axles, breaking all these parts. I'll never forget I took a jump and the pedals went straight down. Oh, my God. I don't know how I didn't break my ankles. I'm pedaling all. <laughs> No helmet, got your Levi jeans. On. No, it's was probably back then. It was probably like Rustler jeans. And the second time, I just threw the bike away from you midair because I'm like, I'm not oh, landing man. on that metal stuff again. I'm just tuck and roll. When I hit. <laughs> oh, my gosh. And my uncle, he was welding our bikes together every, oh, every my weekend. Gosh. I'm sure they were perfectly straight you know your handlebars are this way you're going left and the handlebars are pointing right he gets so mad at us he'd be like i'm welding this you're not breaking this bike and it'd break he's like, it didn't break at the welds but it broke everywhere around them wow yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. oh yeah. my gosh. um okay anyway off of
2: the yeah the pink helmet i'm not sold on that
1: i think when Andre comes down we'll make you wear it while we fly yeah, uh-huh. you can put your goggles on <laughs> put the helmet on <laughs>
0: You'll, you'll fly, fly faster, Mike. Yeah. Do touch and goes. Yeah. We'll do touch and goes with the jets off them.
1: <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, all right. Um, so, anyway, we were talking about the, the 70 mil Sky Sword. What about the Spitfire? Do you know much about that, Andre?
0: Yep. So, it's the Mark V. It's mm-hmm. the Mark V Spitfire, but it's gone now with a Navy paint scheme, which is kind of cool. So, you know, you're talking like your Corsair. Uh, blue and white stripe kind of feel to it. um. So it, it looks nice. And what I didn't realize, because I'd only seen some of the preliminary drafts, um, it has two paint. It's got two uh, decal schemes. So one U.S. Navy and I think one Amer- uh, British. It, lo- it looks fantastic. So if we get our hands on one before the trip, mm-hmm. I'll leave my 109 here and I'll come after you guys with a spitfire and we'll have some good Sweet. fun Sweet, Right. And so I do uh, have my, uh, my marker one Spitfire, so I could theoretically chase you guys with those, yeah. with that versus the uh, the BFs.
1: So I'm assuming then the Spitfire's on the same size as the the 109s? Yes, okay.
0: 1,100 mils. You know, uh, probably the same motor spec and everything, mm-hmm. right? So... Um, so it's just, you know, it, 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 the aircraft never exactly existed, but it looked amazing in the photos. So mm-hmm. I was like, you gotta do this. So yeah, so it's uh it's, it's neat to see that one come out. So I would probably, I, I, I don't know what, I don't know if I would go with the British decal or the American decal. It's hard to say.
1: And I kind of agree with Nick here on Facebook, spitfires with Navy trim lay look funny. I have oh, to sure. agree with that.
0: Yes. But, but it's just a different color scheme that we've yeah. never seen or right yeah. so it's, it's 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 just something that to have a little fun with and it they it, they look really cool and i i literally want to take my you know my 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 navy blue uh, um um stagger wing and my two corsairs and i want to put them with the spitfire because i think it'll just look awesome
1: yeah i agree i guess see we, i'm uh, like you i mm. if it was pink maybe i'd get what <laughs> <laughs> no
2: Oh, man. We gotta get off that topic. Oh,
1: come on, Mike.
2: <laughs> <laughs> I should really touch base with Chad, make sure it'd be nice if he's available one one day this weekend coming up. I gotta touch base with him. I hope oh, he's in I, town.
1: Oh, you when we stop over at Chad's?
2: That'd be awesome. Yeah, yeah, for I sure. I love flying out there. I know perfect place i'd bring out the wildcat for sure out there Mm, yeah Mm. yeah the wildcat that's
0: another one chris i'm surprised you haven't picked up a a backup aircraft uh, airframe for that yet
1: yeah it's been on my radar for a long time i i i could be wrong on it it was just something i didn't think that they were probably going to sell out super quick or you know like discontinue it relatively fast so i'm I, you know, I have one. I just basically wanted another one for a spare parts. So I, my big thing is, you know, and I don't know, Mike, what do you think? If I do get another wildcat and I know you were looking at him, would you fly the original or would you fly the new I'd one? I'd
2: probably fly the new one. I think so too. I,
1: I agree just, with yeah. you. I would keep the original yeah. because it's it, it just, does it, look a it little different. different. We noticed the and we talked to Matt yeah. Andrin about that. Yeah. I don't know if we talked about it on the podcast That's but such a quiet
2: flyer too, really.
1: Yes. And and that is probably one of the best looking uh warbirds in the air i think i think so too uh the detail and everything on it but you know matt did mention I, and again i don't know if we talked about on the, the podcast the right the now. new paint scheme on the new it one is glossier, glossier because then. they've switched over types of paint and everything and it does just look a little bit different so yeah i'm with and you. i like
2: this scheme i do too i really like that i do too it's, as subtle as it is yeah. i like i like the original
1: right Now, Buck says there actually was a pink Spitfire. Now, I'm guessing that was probably they used it for uh, air racing if it was a pink Spitfire. That's just my guess. (laughs) Um, But yeah, Mike, I I agree. I think I would fly the new one and keep the old one just uh, on the shelf. I don't know. Almost need three (laughs) because we need need one strictly for parts. And then we need another one that we can just fly. And then we have the original. now we're getting out of hand. I mean, what are you going to do? Uh, but yeah, I, and I know
2: Andre's never flown. I'm surprised I didn't buy another one as much as I I like.
1: know. Andre's told me like
2: on a weekly basis. I can't believe you haven't bought a wow. I'm like, I know, I know, I know. It's hard to pull the trigger on buying the same exact yes. thing, though, because you do like the variety. You're like, oh, yeah. I'm going to put money on. I want to try something right. new and creative. So but, I understand that fact. But, but we when you find someone you harped, love that yes. much, and we know, harped, so,
1: like bring it back, bring and they it back. Did yeah? And we and then didn't then pull we're, the trigger. Yes. it. I yeah. know.
2: I know. It's There's guild everywhere. Uh, I'm, I'm
1: sure, and I think Chloe has one. We could we could just go borrow hers. <laughs> you yeah. know, she has every plane uh, out there that is built by Horizon. I think um okay so excuse me so that's the spitfire uh i guess do we want to announce then the big announcement probably the the, the big one yeah, yeah and then we're saying big yeah. in a relative term because it is big and it is awesome and uh you could probably if you want i don't know if we could uh throw a picture up there of this thing but andre i'll let you talk about it because you know more about it than i do
0: uh, yeah, <laughs> and then the info I have, unfortunately, is a little uh, a little a little light right now. But basically, they released a C-130. Uh So I don't have any any real spec details. It is a 4S ship. It's a four-motor ship. Uh, apparently, it's really efficient, Steve <clears throat> was telling me. Mm-hmm. And it looks gorgeous. So it's going to come in two paid schemes. So the first one is the Blue Angels Fat Elberts. And I think, Chris, I might have sent you the picture. Yeah, you uh, talk about the, I'll yeah. try
1: to pull the picture up, send it, yeah. and uh, I'll throw it up on the screen. So –
0: and then obviously the second scheme they're going to do is a gray color scheme with multiple decal packs. So I'm kind of torn. I mean, I love the military end of it, but the, the blue, the, the fat Albert blue angels one looks really, really good. Um, so again, it's, uh, I don't know much about the landing gear. I haven't seen any photos of that. So I don't know if it's one of those aircraft that you can actually, you know, land on, you know, like a gravel or a grass field, or if it needs something that's a little bit more hard packed. Um, But it looked phenomenal. It wasn't super huge. I think it's a two-meter wingspan. Um, I'm going off a lot of notes and memory here from, from from chatting with Steve. Uh, but yeah, I, so I don't know what, like, would you get a gray one or would you go with the, the, the Albert, uh, the, the fat Albert scheme?
1: I don't know. Cause I'm looking at the, uh, the blue and white one right now. And I really do like that one. And I guess mm-hmm. it
0: would, I'd have to
1: see the gray one. I haven't seen the gray one, but if I seen the gray yeah. one and looked at the two, I would probably make a decision. But as of right now, I, with the yellow nose and the blue scheme, blue and white scheme, I think right now I would go for that one.
2: If you had a Blue yeah. angel ducted fan or anything, you definitely yeah. would have to get that one. <laughs> well, it was funny that
0: was, that's why I said to Steve last night, I said, you know, the um, – uh, uh, the, <laughs> the, uh, Force RC sells one. They do. They have a 4S F18 that's a Blue Angels color scheme. And I'm like, you're, you're going to help Force RC sales along really nicely. Uh, uh, and I'm sure a lot of people, uh, I've seen some really, FMS has got a really nice Super Hornet and I've seen a couple nice paint jobs done. It's a gray one and people paint it up for the Blue Angels uh, and it looks stunning. So it would be kind of interesting to see, you know, uh, you know do a little formation. So uh, Nick says it's a 1.8 meter and the landing gear looks a little uh, a little stubby um, okay so good to know good to know I, I haven't seen a whole lot of details other than what uh, what Steve had been able to tell me while it was in development I've seen a couple of photos and videos of it through through its development um, but it looks gorgeous and uh, I think those are J model for the the um, the gray one I think comes with J model props I think he was telling me, which is a new the newer style so they've got more of a curve mm-hmm. uh, so okay. very efficient design you know yeah. so it, it's it's a tough call I mean it looks fantastic uh, and, and you know I don't know if it's got a uh, you know if the back hatch works and everything mm-hmm. um but uh you know that and you know unfortunately the the F18 would not be to scale to that aircraft yeah, but yeah. you know Yeah and the crazy thing was you know, and I'm sure
1: Steve was in the back or or that day just snickering because oh, yeah. we had that big discussion with Alpha and we're like why doesn't somebody come out with a C-130? The plane is is such an iconic aircraft and it's been around for so long, and it would be yeah. so cool to see one in the air. And you know, he was like, "Well, it's this and that, and the landing gear, and blah blah blah." Scaled down, real yeah. It'd nice. be I, nice to see. Yeah, one. and one then boom, course. Hobby King just like
2: whoa, it's landed it on our lap here.
1: And, you know, <laughs> see, seeing it in person, oh, man, I mean, I, I'm literally drooling nice. drooling over really this nice. thing. But again, uh, looking at it, Andre, it's sitting on the ground in very short grass. It, I think... I think this one definitely would have to be on real short manicured grass or some kind of uh, pavement. pavement or asphalt or something yeah, for takeoff and really landings. Yeah, we can't
2: really see the gear there at all. No, yeah.
1: but with the gear down, even on this real short grass, it looks basically like low. it's sitting on the ground, so I can't yeah. see this thing taking off and yeah, landing. Yeah, looking at
2: the shadows,
0: it's definitely low-lying.
1: Yeah, sitting on the ground.
0: You know, and it's, it's funny because I've had um, – uh, I had issues there with with my sky mule in tall grass, and uh, the issue with that was there was so much rolling resistance that when I did get airborne, the ESCs had overloaded do- during the takeoff, right? And hmm. I had that shutdown, and 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 had to dump the aircraft. Um, mm-hmm. So, you know, that that is something even if you can get off of what, what have you done to your, you know, your system and uh, you know, so that's after after that I put in the redundancies with the uh, the U-back so the plane wouldn't shut down in flight again and change the props so I wasn't heating the ESCs up. So so much um but there are tons, tons and tons and tons of options uh, uh you know, with some of these aircraft. So, oh, um Look at that! So Ryan just posted another picture in the chat, Mm -hmm. and yeah, that's got it's got short landing gear, and of course it's got the covers for the landing gear. So you've got the potential a lot of stuff, you know, catching it and everything. So it will be very interesting to see the video of the flight and Mm -hmm. how it does handle. Maybe we're wrong, but you're probably going to want a good track or or some really short manicured grass to to take off nicely. But the colors look fantastic in the blue, and you know i mean i would love a gray one too for you know with some canadian forces markings on it but you know you want to be able to see this airplane going around so why not go with the blue
1: yeah yeah man that thing's awesome i mean Ugh. i wish we could get steve on i'm gonna double check here real quick and see if uh if he's on um but yeah i mean uh Mike, what do you think? You've been kind of quiet over there. Yeah, it looks Curious. beautiful. Yeah, there's not much. Hey, Steve is on. Ugh. Steve is on. I'm going to uh, ring him up here. See if we can get him on. Give us a couple seconds here and see if we can. Thank goodness, now we can get a little bit uh, insight. more uh, insight <laughs> yeah. on this. Yeah. Oh, cool. Man, I mean, it's just crazy that we were just talking about I know. this too. And you know? all, the,
2: all the reasons you can't yeah. do it, and then they can do it. Right,
1: so. right. And I'm curious, you know. If, I'd
2: love to see that in the air, for sure. Oh,
1: absolutely. All <laughs> oh, them four motors. And I'm curious, you <laughs> like know, the looking, sound, looking at, at, the, at the one, you know, they have, like, the scale props, if it's going to have that nice, cool sound to it. You know what I mean? Oh, hang on. He didn't answer. Let's give him another one here and see if we can get him on. Stand by, folks. We're trying. We're trying. Oh, wrong one! That's not the one I wanted. Dang it! There is this Steve? Hi, Steve. <laughs> Steve, you finally made it, buddy. Yeah,
5: I'm here. How's things?
1: Good. How are you? Uh, yeah, we're, we're live. Uh, just so you know. <laughs> yeah, if we could, uh, maybe yeah. if you could just speak up just a little bit louder for us.
5: Yeah, sure. No worries at all. Um, can you, have you got me?
1: Yep, we got you. If you could just, just speak up just a little bit or get closer to your microphone, that would be perfect.
5: Yeah. Let me figure it out. Ooh. And how about
1: now? That's a little bit better. Yep.
5: Yeah, cool. All right. Just, um, I might just change and just drop onto a phone if that's all right.
1: You want to go to a regular phone?
5: Yeah, it'll, it'll be better. That so would be better. I'll, I'll drop out. Okay. I'll be
1: back. All right. No back. problem. All right.
2: All right. I'm kind of excited to fly the ducted fan stuff too, with Andre.
0: Oh, I think Mike, you'll do fine. I mean, I watched you. You flew the vegan like last year. Yeah. It'll I'll be, be care. I'll be
2: as careful as I possibly can
1: but you've never had any crashes with the, the big end have you it, I know we've had some close I thought, calls uh, yeah, what I was that one time visual. we were flying I, you're like orientation, yeah you're like yeah. Chris woo, which way am I going I left no point, right am I
2: and upside I down you wholeheartedly, Yeah, and I go you're good Mike you're good I'm like I thought I was going away and I was actually coming closer which is what I desired in that aspect mm-hmm. but I wasn't, <laughs> believe, I wasn't believing myself you know I'm like Chris you better yeah. be right I'm thinking Chris you better be right because I am so thinking it's the other
1: way <laughs> It's not <laughs> as in, as bad or as embarrassing. And when you're doing the product video with the the creator David Vinstall, you and you hit the how, hey oh, yeah. there you are, yeah I'm back. That sounds good. Yeah, that, that sounds, sounds better. better yeah. Perfect. Yeah. Good deal. Well, uh, Steve, we we jumped into some things because we, we 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 weren't, weren't sure, sure what's if you going were going to make it, and I uh, and I can't hope, blame you. I hope everything's okay. Yeah. over There. Uh, we were talking about the Spitfire, the Sky Sword, and everything, but. Um, what we're talking about right now is and I still can't believe it if I didn't see the pictures we're talking about the big reveal of the C-130 and been discussing it so why we're on that topic let's just jump into it Um, yeah yeah for sure we had a huge discussion last weekend with Mm -hmm. Alpha from Motion RC and we were like why doesn't anybody do a C-130? It's such an iconic aircraft. It's been around forever. And he says, well, we've thought about it, but, you know, with the landing gear and it it didn't, you know, scale down real well. And, you know, and yeah. he gave us some yeah. good reason. And and that makes sense. And then, boom, like you guys come out with yeah. a C-130. And, I was, and I'm sure you're, you know, after that podcast, it's we're just dying. like, boy,
0: if they only knew,
1: <laughs> if they only knew. So, I got to ask you, I I am shocked that you guys did this. I really didn't think this was something in your wheelhouse that you, you know, would be even interested in doing. So, how did the C-130 come about?
5: Um, The C-130 originally, or Ian, the the category manager for planes, um, it was his idea to, to push the product and. Um, it had been in the development stages for a while, and, and when Stuart was there, Stuart was—we'd um, sort of touched on it a bit, but it never actually, yeah, it didn't come that far. And then, um, yeah, so obviously it had been in, in the works for a while,
4: mm-hmm.
5: um, and when I come on the scene, I, I was I was able to jump on and and correct some things, which was fantastic, and we fixed some, you know, the scale details to make it, you know, look as it does. Yeah, and it's, and. Um, no, you and it. Um, yeah, we had, it was. You know, today we had the, to the unveiling and everything, and it's or um, well, the announcement, I should say, and It and was good. Yeah, that, what, that what were tries. some of the
2: fixes you did, just out of curiosity? Yeah, how much
1: trouble did you have really getting this thing scaled down well, to I where just, it flew good? Even if it was minor fixes, oh, what, the, what yeah. he was
2: doing. The, the
5: the the first thing we noticed that the, the scale just didn't look right. There was something wrong with it. We're sitting there, and we. You know, backwards and forwards, trying to figure it out. I said to Ian it needs fuel tanks. We haven't got fuel tanks. On <laughs> and um for an for an early model like a, a h model or e model or whatever it may be, because this is based on the h model, it was um yeah it needs fuel tanks mm-hmm. like because it didn't have fuel tanks for a while, so that was one of the big things. Um, also working with uh, another friend of ours, he um he actually works on c 130s in Australia. And he's converting the H models at the moment that are being gifted to Indonesia from the Australian Air Force. So we used him as well as a as a valuable resource to make sure that we had all the scale details right. And we a little bit of work on the flaps itself, like they've got uh, Fowler flaps, the ones on the in the internal flaps. So there's two separate flaps on each wing. Oh yeah, and. Um, so to make that look scale as well, so there's a little bit of backwards and forwards there. Then we had obviously the undercarriage is very tricky and the way that the undercarriage is set up. And,
1: yeah, um, yeah. I want you to talk about that a little bit because that was one thing. You know, when we were talking to Alpha, he said that, you know the the landing gear and everything would be really tricky. You know, trying to get the detail yeah, right and everything yeah. with us. So, I mean, how did
5: how the, the tough landing, was that? The, the 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 main body landing gear. So the two at the body and mm-hmm. the fuse at the back. They pivot forward, so there's not that many moving parts. Oh. But they're not so, – so basically you have a piece that that, um, that moves forward in the bay and goes up, and that's how we've got away with that one. Mm. Um, the front one itself is a sequencing door, so you've got the front door opens oh, up man. and then the whole plastic tray moves forward and up and mm-hmm. then the the door – so the, the aft door – comes in and closes behind it. Then the sequencing front door closes up in front of the, uh, the wheel, so it gives it a very clean look under the front and plastic landing lights. Um, yeah, there's, there's um yeah the detail of the landing lights looks fantastic when it comes wow. to it. I've got a we've taken a few photos obviously, and it's um yeah we're we're pretty stoked with the C130. It, well, as soon as we saw it when it, when it was um, sent over as the first paint sample, we opened the box and we're like. This is pretty cool. <laughs> we, both just, we were <laughs> silent for a while. We were like, wow, because um, growing up in, in Sydney, we've got the C- the main Australian C-130 base is just outside of Sydney. Mm-hmm. So as kids, we would often go out there and just watch these aeroplanes and you know, admire the C-130s at every air show. It was like an iconic plane for us. Yes. And, um, and, and as everybody who's got one at the Air Force, it's, it's a um, – you know, I just remember as, as a kid, the C-130 was just always prominent at all the shows because that's what we saw.
1: Yeah, I totally so agree. So, the
5: opportunity, when Ian said, we're going to work on a C-130, I was like, yes, we are. <laughs> yes. <laughs> you know, uh, both Ian, Ian and myself had the cargo trains from GWS days and mm-hmm. they were, you know, I mean, they, they were a lot of fun and trying to make them look like a C-130 and we've had a – you know, two guys at the club actually hand, uh, like, scratch build C-130s. Wow. And, yeah, just, just to be able to, to make that, it was like, yeah, this is going to be a cool plane. Obviously, your colour scheme's a big thing as well.
4: mm mm-hmm.
5: um, The Blue Angels colour scheme looks fantastic, and it's, it's you know, it it really stands out. Um, but it'll also be a grey scheme with a choice of around about four or five different options in decals. So, wow! Nice. Yeah. N- that, n- that's going to be cool.
1: Now, Steve I wanted to talk about the props a little bit did you guys have to find a manufacturer come up with something to get those scale props or did you actually find something out there I mean because they're looking at the pictures they're scale
5: they're a three piece molded propeller Mm -hmm. um, um, completely designed by a factory Um, so they're not uh, off the shelf propeller they're a, a specific mold and they're Obviously, they they, um, they they both spin inboard. So from uh, so they were well, counter rotating, can, are, yeah, can rotating, yeah, can rotating. Yeah. And they're a molded propeller, fixed pitch. So they have the appearance of a stock propeller, but mm-hmm. they're yeah. So they it's and a three piece propeller as well, two piece. I think they're another they're a two piece. So you get the spinner, the propeller, and then the backing plate is a separate item. So there's so the spinner and the propellers are one piece, and then there's a backing plate, and then it just bolts together onto the actual shafts of the of the motor.
1: Wow, that's nice, nice.
5: So it's very quick and easy. When the box first landed, we didn't believe that it it was such a small box. The fuselage was probably it sort of uh, comes off at the tail just before the the main tailplane at the rear, mm-hmm. and it's a very compact box. And when we saw it, we were like, "This isn't." this can't be the right box from the factory. Let's open it up. And we open it up and we were like, damn, shipping's going to be so cool. <laughs>
3: so wow, that's my nice. thing
5: as well. Nice. The, the compact size of the box that it comes in is, is – it's amazing how it all fits together.
0: Is the, uh, is the wing uh, a one-piece or two-piece, like for for transport for, for us normal yeah, people? Yeah, for,
5: for, for transport, it's simply four bolts, uh, two on either wing. They push through a – Uh, an electrical connection which connects your motors and your flight control, so your flaps, your lights, and your ailerons.
0: Nicely done.
5: Nicely done. It simply just bolts together, you screw it together, and the tail bolts on. Um, Very simple, very easy. Um, Yeah. The uh, construction is fantastic, and and that, that was one thing that we had to do. So the tail actually... Pushes onto an electrical joint, and then it screws mm. together with the tail, with the actual with the uh, rudder. Oh, cool! So the vertical stab put, bolts it all together. So, uh, what's the wingspan actually? One point eight meter. A
0: one point eight meter. Nice. So yeah, I was saying yeah. it might have been a two, but I wasn't sure.
5: <laughs> yeah, one point so. eight, and it, and it. Um, obviously, where we test our airplanes out at Penrith, where we had the the live day to day. Mm-hmm. Not that, we're not that far from the C one hundred and thirty base, so when they fly them over, I was there one day and I looked at Ian and I said, it "Looks like a real airplane." Like, this is amazing. <laughs> and then we had a C one hundred and thirty fly over, and the only difference is that now Australia we fly the J models so the extended fuselage yeah. and no fuel tanks. Mm-hmm. And yep. I was like, "That could so easily just take a photo. You think it was a Hercules flying over it. the scale appearance of this airplane and the way in which it lands?" Yesterday when Ian was so excited, he got to fly it, and um. When, it, when you come in for a leaning it just you know so the sync rate's just perfect It's snows up attitude it just comes in and just increase the leaning every time Makes sure you look like a pro it's fantastic <laughs> <laughs>
0: nice
5: um, so well,
0: do we, do bat- we have to battery
5: battery yeah. wise it runs on a 4S battery anything from a 2200 to a 3000 milliamp
1: oh that's great I was um, thinking it was going to be a huge like big bat, you know expensive battery but wow that's no, fantastic
5: look, I've flown it when, when we did the testing um I flew the original one on a twenty two hundred three S, and I got around about four minutes flight time out of it on a 3S. It's very scale on three S. Mm-hmm. So that, yeah. is, but we upped it to 4S to give it that um, longer flight. just just obviously more power in that yeah longer longer flight time because you can have more power. You're not using full, yes, you know three quarter throttle full throttle to get you know the aeroplane to do things where you can just do it on half throttle three quarter throttle as a comparison, right. Um,
1: and, and that was yeah. one of my things the flight characteristics you know on something like this a lot of times you know when you scale it down uh, sometimes it's hard to get them to really kind of fly scale because you got to fly them faster but so talk about the flight characteristics you know the takeoffs the landings
5: turn, even the turning I'm yeah thinking. turning in the air. Yeah, it's, it's got a massive rudder, so it, it weather vanes really well. <laughs> if, the if the weather's sort of strong, the, uh, the, the horizontal stabilizer actually acts like a boat. You know, it, um, with a bit of rudder in a coordinated turn, it's fantastic. Sweet. Um, really it gives you that scale appearance. Sure. You can slow it. You can slow it down. The tailgate comes down as well, so you've got oh! an electronic tailgate. No kidding. Um, yeah, so you've got. A servo which runs obviously the the tailgate so you can drop things out of and that sort of stuff. So Dude
1: yeah. Mike I, Mike, we gotta get one and I'm I'm getting on the toy yeah. store and I'm ordering a ton of those little micro parachute guys. <laughs>
2: How cool! How cool oh, so would that be? Man, that would be unbelievable.
1: And just up there, and just open up, and them micro <laughs> parachute guys come pouring out of it. Oh That'd my gosh! So
5: great.
1: get drop a Hummer.
5: Yeah, we could uh, get a toy uh,
1: Hummer and whatever uh, else we uh,
5: like a little RC Jeep or something to come yeah. racing out the back or something would have been oh. cool. But, yeah. Um, so, yeah, it's um. So obviously it has navigation lights the whole way through as well. Mm. Um, uh, interior interior lights uh, but all the cabin so the whole cockpit yeah. is actually clear you've got um, your clear lights which run down the fuselage and when you open the tailgate the interior light comes on oh so, so that's my a gosh. really cool little feature
4: oh so my gosh you, well, we Did
5: don't we don't think? actually know we don't actually know how that that you know how that looks but Obviously, guys flying at dusk or something like that would be oh. pretty cool to have the uh, yeah. the light come yeah. on. Yeah, it's just a little bit of a novelty, but it's good fun. Oh my gosh! How is it?
0: How is it on like grass? So we were yes. just sort
5: of speculating. How is yeah, it on great landing surfaces? We've only flown it off grass because that, that's where we fly. So mm-hmm. we haven't had the opportunity to take it off of, of a um, like a asphalt. a fixed runway or a, yeah an asphalt or anything. So we've only run off grass. We fly off a pretty rough, hard grass at the moment because we have had a really dry summer. Yeah. Um, so the field out there is very, very rough, but um, and, and very hard. And we've flown that. Um, I've seen footage of it being flown in, in obviously, and tested in Hong Kong. Mm-hmm. And um, yeah, the the, um, the the actual landing and takeoff is so smooth. And you can hold it off as long as you want, and put it down wherever you want because it just it with the slow speed, with the massive flaps and everything. The slow speed handling is fantastic. Wow, that's, that's awesome. That is awesome. You can you can slam it down if you want, but you don't really have to. You can really, really hold it off right to the last minute, and put it down on its mains and just you know let it run out on the mains as long as you want, and slowly put the nose down. Jeez, and, yeah. When, when you see it, when oh. you see it fly, you'll be like. Yeah, that's pretty cool. Wow. Uh, we got <laughs> yeah. a
1: question from James Butler. He wanted to know if all the decals are applied already from the factory, or do you put them on yourself?
5: They they, they will be on the um, on the Fat Albert or the uh, US so yep. so the Blue Angel scheme. Mm-hmm. They'll all be pre-applied, but with the grey one, it comes grey as a base color, and up to you to apply your different um Deep transfers. Um yeah, yeah. So um with the first with the first batch it'll be a grey which is the um uh as in the the correct uh FS number and then you'll have your different decals. There'll be a US Air Force which has got a shark's mouth. mm mm-hmm. It'll have a New Zealand Air Force and um, I think an, uh, so, be two US and a New Zealand Air Force straight out of the, out of the box. And then after that, we'll have an optional um, different selection of um, decals that you can purchase through Avios or through Hobby King. And nice. um, the list is probably, I think we're up to about eight different types of decals at the moment. So wow. we've still got, we're, we've got to break it down. We want to do obviously <laughs> one for the Netherlands, we want to do one for Canada, we want to do. Mm-hmm. You know, Australian Air Force. We want to do the US. We want to do the UK. And obviously, using those decals, then you can color it to match whatever you want, and then you can yeah. so use that as the as the uh, base coat. Michael, so then from there, yeah, you there's can, so you can, much.
0: Oh, you Mike, guys are gonna see yeah. a lot of painting, different ones made up, old school colors. Mm-hmm. Oh,
5: oh, My, sticky. Oh. oh, sticky. See when when I when when I when I, when I first encountered the C one hundred and thirty, they were the um, the Southeast Asian camouflage ones, which had the wavy grey line underneath and that sort of stuff. And yeah. And that's, that's what I want to do. You know, I want that, you know, that big roundels and I want to make it. But then as a, you know, when I was a lot younger, I um, had the opportunity to work at Richmond Air Force Base and I got to crawl all over the E-model, which we had, which were white and grey. Mm-hmm. And um, with the blue line and the big, massive kangaroo round L's and I was like, that's the plane I want to do. I want to do a white one. And then I... Got so excited, I wanted to do the US Navy one that actually took off and landed on the aircraft carrier. And I was like, that's Oh, no, yeah. So yeah." I wanted to do that US Navy one. And it was like, oh, there's only you know, so many you can do. And when we had a look through like Air National Guard and um, a friend of mine who went over to, um, um, I think it's Dias Air Force Base, mm-hmm. he brought back a stack of photos and he was like, why don't you do some of these? And I'm just like, wow, this it's <laughs> just so, so many different <laughs> options you can do. So you, you can really get into the into the wormhole, of the vortex of C one thirty cars games, which mm-hmm. I've been and done. So, yeah, um, yeah. And then of course you can, you know, you could three D print all the cannons and do a gunship. Who, who wouldn't want a gunship? C Yeah, yeah.
0: Spectre. Actually, <laughs> uh, on that, Ryan's asking. Ryan is asking what scale is, so that they can, uh, you know, uh, start. Getting some designs to uh, people like yeah. Calligraphics. Graphics.
5: Yeah, I, I will. Um, I'll have to look into that. I'm not too <laughs> sure what scale it is. I think we did work it out. We did, we did work it out. And I, okay. I just honestly can't remember. I know that we we did because we had um, a 148 scale and a 170 second scale plastic model kit that we did a bit of work off. Um, and um, that when we saw it coming out of the factory, we were like, it's just a model like a plastic model it doesn't look real and then when we <laughs> put it together and taxied it in the office we were like this is so cool like the yep. candy shop There's it was um yeah
1: mike i haven't been but, uh, this excited about a plane in a long time i mean wow Ah, uh, um now steve and, I,
5: and previous like, sorry to cut you off but previously that, we we obviously we announced airplanes and they were like years years away and then we annoyed everybody and We've, we've held this one off for a while because we know that, you know, we can't do that, but this is actually in production, so.
1: Oh, um, fantastic.
5: It's already, it's it's already, yeah, it's 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 not that far away. Oh. Like we know we can't actually give a date, but I can tell you that it's, um, yeah, like it's um, I can't that one that, <laughs> that we announced at the show is the final paint color sc- like sample. Uh-huh um and there's a couple of little changes that we want to do on there but there's not yeah it's pretty much the the, I mean, the paint sample's fine we have just got to fix a couple of the stickers here and there but it's um it's pretty well done the like all of the molding and everything's been finished and it's all yeah. under production so we're, we're very excited about that one that's gonna be
0: awesome
1: um steve yeah, I and mean, I- I was just curious, yeah. real quick. Uh, something like this, and as tough as you know it probably was, was this a really long development process, or did you guys get it pretty quick and and dial it in and go, wow, we got something here, you know? That's
5: no, it's it's been it's been underway for a while. It's mm. been underway for for um, uh, when Stewart was still with us. So it's been okay. Yeah, it's been, it's been a little bit a year and a half. Yeah, one, yeah, but this one's been. Um, yeah, it's been on on the ball for a little bit, but we've had to sort of be tight-lipped about it. And you know, obviously, we, even when we've taken it out to, to the club, we've told you know the people that have seen it just to be quiet. And the members <laughs> out there have been been you know very gracious. They they want to talk and they want to show photos, but they they understand what we do. So it's um yeah, we've we've had to keep this on tight-lipped. So, mm. but it's worth it. It's it's a fantastic looking aeroplane, and when when you first see it, it's like. That is pretty cool. It's even got little windscreen wipers on the windows.
1: It's, oh, my you know, gosh. <laughs> the
5: wow. little plastic details that you glue in everywhere and the little, you know, accessories with all the different radar blips and everything. It is it is really cool. Right. So we, we're pretty excited.
1: A uh, couple other questions coming in. Uh, a lot of people are asking mm-hmm. price. If you have a rough idea about price and when do you, do, uh, do you think we'll see some additional photos?
5: Yeah, yeah, we'll, we'll – If you actually, I was having a look before, if you get onto um, Facebook and jump onto Penrith Electric Model Aero Club, someone's posted up probably about 40 photos. So jump on there and have a look. But there'll be more coming. I'm I'm sure these will surface into RC groups and everywhere else. Um, We've obviously got some photos in-house that we've taken Mm -hmm. um, and, um, you know, close-up pictures, and, and they'll be coming through on a regular basis when obviously when we get a bit closer towards the release. But, um, yeah, especially with the gray one, the gray one hasn't been seen. I don't think anyone's got any photos of the gray one yet,
4: so mm-hmm.
5: and yet we're, that was the, the the original testing one that we did, so we'll um, yeah, yeah, wow, but um uh, you um price, I at the moment I, I, we don't really know much at all, mm-hmm. so until until we get a bit further down the track, um, Ian is our playing category manager. He's the decision maker with price. So I just sit back and they call me the Bill Monkey and he does everything else. So it's. I love it. New name for Yeah. Yeah, that, that's it, Bill Monkey. Um, but that's, um, you know, and if I was to say a figure, I think around $400 US. I don't know either side of that, which way it falls.
2: Hmm. So gotcha. I was thinking around five hundred, so that sounds yeah. pretty reasonable. I mean, if yeah, but four, I mean, five,
5: like I said, it, you don't know for sure. Yeah, that's decided. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I don't, I don't know what the what the dollar figure is going to be, but you know, around sure. that amount somewhere, if that works. But that, yeah, we'll have more information as time comes through. So we'll um. Obviously, people know
2: we won't so. hold you to that. <laughs>
5: so I understand. No, I don't don't hold me. Don't don't hold me to anything. I've been up. I've been up all you weekend. You sound very and, um, tired. Yeah. I was just
2: gonna say he is. Yeah, very we won't mellow. keep.
5: Yeah,
2: <laughs> we we won't
0: keep you no, too I long.
5: Actually, I actually, um, I just just crashed and I woke up and I was like. Holy crap! So I'm trying to ring, and then I realised that it was yeah. I, I just had a little bit of a, a nap, so i have sort of just woken up. <laughs> no problem. you um, we were thinking. So yeah, we also yeah. Did, And I'm like, yeah. we understand. Oh,
2: yeah.
5: oh man. No, I um, we we did the setup on Saturday, so we were basically there from seven till sunset, and we flew aeroplanes, and then we finished, and then I went out and saw some '80s band on on Saturday <laughs> night, and then finally got home and then woke up for five o'clock to be back there again yeah. and, and then I finished this afternoon and, and obviously the club where we fly at I'm also the president of the club mm. and um, I had to pack up and say goodbye to all the members as well and we tied it up and then um, finished and it was about 7pm and then by the time I got home it was pretty late and I was like exhausted so I'm like wow and then I I was like I'll wait I'll wait and then it's just like clunk <laughs> and I'm like <laughs> what? <laughs> but um but i'm back i'm energized it's all good good
1: uh, i have i have a big question i know i'm probably pushing it here but i have to ask this and if see mm. if it was even a thought now i uh in my younger days i've been around quite a few c-130s i w- used to work part-time at a fixed based operator and the c-130s used to come in and um now mm-hmm. <clears throat> when we had a tight ramp so in order for them to really get out a lot of times they would just reverse the 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 props and physically uh, the back, yes, and back the planes out of the ramp. So, <laughs> my big question, you know where I'm going here? Did you guys yep. think about or any, you know, of yeah, the, no, we did. We, okay,
5: we we thought about um, reversing propellers, um, um, not propellers motors. Sorry, yep. uh, well, sorry, I'll say that again. ESCs. Yep, yep. And um, it was decided not to do it, even though we trialed it and tested it. It ah. was. Um, if we could if we could reverse the pitch on the propeller, obviously, that that would work a lot better. Mm-hmm. Um, you'd have all four motors to stop and then reverse. We actually did think about it, but at this time and this stage, it's not going to happen.
1: Okay.
2: So,
5: There's
1: yeah, a lot we, going um, on
2: doing that.
5: For well, start. you know,
1: yeah. I was thinking of the bush mule and how much fun we were having using the reverse thrusters yeah. on the bush mule, and I thought, oh, my gosh, to have that on a C-130, whoo, that yeah, would be cool. Yeah.
5: No, it would be. It would be cool because you could reverse up and then take off again. I, yeah. I always wanted to do that. But it's currently – it doesn't have reversing ESCs. So, Gotcha. Yeah, I do apologize about that.
1: Yeah. No problem. I just had <laughs> to throw it <laughs> out there to appreciate. Yeah. yeah. Um, any other questions? Anybody uh, join us on Facebook? Any other questions on the C-130? If not, we'll move on. We got a couple more we're going to uh, dig into here with Steve before we let him go so his poor guy can get some sleep. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Uh, let's see. What do you, Next up, Steve, what do you want to talk about? The Spitfire or the 70mm Sky Sword? Your choice.
5: No, we can talk about the, um, the Grand Tundra, if you like. Okay, yeah. That's fine, too.
1: <laughs> let's jump into that.
5: Yeah, well, the Grand, the, Grand, the Grand Tundra is now live. and It's obviously all of our pre-sales have been filled, and we've nearly run out of stock at that first run of Grand Tundras, wow. which is fantastic. Yes. Um, there is another batch and they're going to come through a lot sooner so we're not have you know i'm going to use that word soon mm-hmm. <laughs> they'll, be, they'll be pumped through they'll, they'll be pumped through and they'll be ready as well so we're yeah pretty excited about that as well then that was released and we sort of pushed and we waited and waited to get into the netherlands we had we were just waiting for that warehouse to to fill and then as soon as it did we we just went live and, and there you go there's our Grand tundra was released so it's um very exciting to have such, you know, it's it's basically putting Avios back on the map. You know, we had a, a you know bushmule to help us through, and then the extra, yeah. And now we've got this. It's it's really um, pushed that brand through. And then today with the release of the C one hundred and thirty, Avios is you know we're, we're you know back on track with Avios, which was always meant to be the big brother of Jurafly, and now it is. So it's it's really good with those products.
1: Uh, what's some of the feedback you've been getting on the Grand Tundra? from people now that they're in the hands
5: well i took it to queensland and we did the the event last weekend up there and it was blowing sort of 35 kilometer winds and um a few people flew and you know obviously it was pretty quiet on the flight line mm. just this wind this wind popped up and so i just flew the grand hunter and and it yeah you know, penetrated the wind perfectly on you know with a big nice big battery in the front and everyone was just like this is pretty cool looking plane and then one of the guys out there that one of the club members i said do you want to go and he's like of course and he flew it and he's um yeah he was very excited to fly the grand tundra and then um in sydney i flew it again today and it was um yeah i got to fly it like a pylon racer on (laughs) success and threw it around it was a lot of fun and and um then we um, auctioned that one off, so that's gone to some some lucky fella bought that today, which is fantastic. And um, yeah, so he got it, I think, before anyone, maybe. Yeah, so he was he was pretty stoked. So um, yeah, but they're all they're all sent and the orders are all coming through and they should be there. You know, guys are going to get them tomorrow, so it's pretty nice. Nice. Sweet.
3: Sweet.
1: Um- Back up uh, real quick. Uh, Buck wanted to know on the C-130 uh, on the gray one, did you say that they had yep. the J model props coming on that one?
5: No, it's the H model H- uh, okay. propellers. So okay. they'll be the four, four-bladed propellers. Mm-hmm. But that's not to say that we're not going to do a J model. It'll be a shorter fuse, J, so it won't be the extended fuse. So, no, we're, we're already looking at the six-bladed propeller. Mm-hmm. And we're already looking at um, changing it to another uh, another variant of the C one hundred and thirty. So, if it's um, as popular as what we think it's going to be, then there's no reason why we're not going to, you know, push the development of that C one hundred and thirty into the into the J model, or even into, you know, what what's popular. Like I'd like a, a camouflaged version of the C one hundred and thirty. Yeah, I think the Australian. You know, that's what i grew up with the australian wraparound camouflage or even the raf camouflage and the canadian air force had the you know yep. the fantastic three different gray camouflage i think it was that wrapped around the whole fuse and wing and everything it looked awesome so yeah, many, that options, many different that. options
0: yeah because yeah, so, yeah, um, you're looking at an aircraft that's flown what 40 50 years now so there's yeah lots of possibilities
5: yeah and if I mean, everyone knows a C one hundred and thirty. This shape. If you don't know it, then. yes, like nearly yeah. every country. Yeah,
0: where have you been? <laughs> yeah, yeah. So yeah.
5: many, so many different countries fly them. It's it's amazing. You I know mean, I
2: mean? Yeah, it was, it's a staple for sure. Yeah.
5: Right. Yeah, and and to be able to do it in this scale and have it look like a Hercules rather than having it look like oh, it's sort of like a Hercules. Yes, we've actually we've actually nailed the. Like I said before, when when it came out of the box and we sat down and then we built it and put it on the boardroom table. We just went, <laughs> we've nailed this. <laughs> yeah. I think Ian actually just just got up and walked off and went, I don't have to look at another airplane, I'm done.
1: Wow.
5: So <laughs> he's, he was that excited about it. So he's just like, yeah. So, yeah, very, very excited. Um, the other new releases that we announced uh, on Facebook was the JuraFly the Spitfire, yep. or as I should say, the Seafire. <laughs> Which was um, it was another a bit of a um, an idea to bring out a what if Spitfire mm-hmm. um, very unusual I don't think anyone's ever done it before as in a what if colour scheme and we don't know how it's going to be received with the purist in Spitfire world are probably going <laughs> to not talk to us ever again
1: uh, Yeah um, right right. Yeah.
5: But as far as um, the way that it looks in the air with its different color scheme and it, and it looks, you know, completely different and the, the three different decal choices are, are completely what if. And, uh, yeah, we, you know, I'm a massive Spitfire fan and I'm a bit of a purist. It took a long time to swallow this pill. but um, <laughs> It um, looks great. It looks oh, great. No, it, does. It, it does look good. It, I mean, so- you stick it up and, yep.
0: You were saying three decals, so I've seen the U.S. Oh, one. Yeah, so, I've seen so the you,
5: British one, I think. Uh, it's New Zealand Air Force. Okay, okay. So, so we've got a New Zealand Air Force and then two U.S. Um, gotcha. the Navy schemes. So okay. we obviously use the same decal set for the U.S. one. And on there we've got – there's a, a nose art with like a pin-up girl. And the other one is the um, um, a fighting 103rd. But it should be the hundred and first, but we've changed it, so it's hundred and hundred um, and third. And on there, you've got your skull and crossbones, and the pilot's name, and there's some kill markings, and like you can go to town on this thing. It looks fantastic out of the box, but with a bit of weathering and you know you dirty all up. Yeah.
4: Mm. yeah,
5: yeah. It's got it's got the sealing tape which was used on the on the fuel tank of the um, Corsair on the on the top and the front nose, so you can do this. You know, it looks. So, we, we've mimicked the Corsair, especially with the half painted wing underneath. And But it's a Spitfire, so it's a little bit different. And, um, there's some personal touches on there with the pilot's names and everything else. We had an ex employee who, um, Mark Fenlon, his name was, and um, his nickname was Biggles. So, on there, we've decided to, to give a bit of a tribute to, to Mark Was we've got Mark Biggles Fenlon as the pilot's name, and you can put that on the plane. So oh, we, that's funny. So, yeah, there's, and there's some other little features on there which will come out later on. Like the nose art for the New Zealand Air Force is obviously um, a Kiwi and the Kiwi bird doesn't fly. so non-flying bird. So <laughs> That's we, funny. The nose art from World War Two, which was on an Avenger, was um, a bird and the saying is this bee didn't fly. Not bird but something else. And um, so we've, we've changed this. this this bird doesn't fly and it's got strapped on, like bolted on wings onto a bird. So it's that that's the nose art for the, for the New Zealand one. And um, yeah, very, very fortunate to have a little bit of, um, you know, like um, I suppose liberty to do whatever we want with this airplane. So we've. Yeah, no you know. kidding.
0: Yeah. Andre,
5: yeah. Do, you have,
1: do you have any pictures of this, Andre, I can throw up on the screen or send them to me?
0: Uh, I will have to find that. I don't know if I've got anything recently. All Hold right. on. Hold on. I'm just curious. Yeah.
1: A lot of people too are calling the GT on six cells Andre powered.
5: <laughs> 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 well, like it's, it, it flies fantastic on six S, but four S for me is where it's at. It's, it just makes the airplane a lot more yeah. relaxed. Rather right. Than, rather than having this thing on steroids. Um, uh, you know, I mean, you can fly it, you know, as you would on 4S, but the 4S one just seems to just it's a sweet spot for it, yeah. Andre, and I have had you had a question? Yeah, oh, go ahead. I had a question the other day Can you fly it on 5S? And I, you know, 100% you can just sure. use the smaller propeller that comes with it, mm-hmm. and it flies perfectly on 5. You can actually use the smaller propeller and fly it on 4S, mm. and it still, it still motors very well, yeah.
0: Andre, have you flown your GT on 4S? No I've not. I uh, I have to and it's on my to-do list. Uh I was more focused on the differences between the big 6S pack and then the 3300 uh uh uh-huh. and uh obviously yeah, Andre
5: I think Andre tried like a 20,000
0: million, but yes, <laughs> yes. 6,200. Yeah. Jeez. Well, it handled it fine, but yeah. it was way better on the 33. And then, so I'll try some bigger 4s packs next. I, I had to make an adapter and everything. And then I was just having a lot of fun with it. Um, the, yeah. And then, uh, yeah, on, on the lighter pack, it was, and I was in some really good wind and I was just getting really comfortable. Uh, Because we were flying and the wind became a crosswind. So I was actually landing it in, you know, the shorter end of the runway. And so I just, you know, started cutting my distances down and just having a lot of fun with the flaps. And then, okay, I don't need the flaps here and stuff like that. And it just, the plane flies so well. Once you get used to it. Um, you know, you definitely got to watch the wind on takeoff and get into it. Otherwise, you know, I found it it'll turn rather aggressively. Yeah, yeah. But but once you get going, it's it's like you said, Steve. You can you know you can pi- you can solemn this thing if you wanted to, and you flip yeah, the and it's on. And I've come in from flying, and I'm just like I'm vibrating because it's so awesome. Uh Chris, unfortunately, I don't have a photo handy of the uh, of the Spitfire, so we'll we'll no have to post that in the show yep. notes. Okay.
5: Yeah. Not yeah. The um, and obviously the. Um, we, with the Spitfire, it's it's the same Mark five Spitfire, mm-hmm. yeah, um, and we've called it the Seafire. But um, so in saying that, the Mark five in the ETO in the desert, we've we've there's a there's a few out of stocks there, and they'll all be coming back in. So just mm-hmm. after this, after the Seafire, then obviously we've um, we've got to bring back those in all warehouses with the desert and with the ETO scheme. And that'll include all the spare parts that are going to come through with these two mod- three models as well. So,
0: nice. Yeah.
5: Nice. And speaking of Spitfires, the big Spitfires. Yeah, we'll talk about that in a minute. But um, okay. Yeah, the um, the the other Spitfire, the Mark One Spitfire, is going to come back as well. And we'll see that around right about September with the new car scheme. So that's so, nice. Yeah, that's also coming back through again. Um, and the H King Sky Sword.
1: Yeah. Yes. Yes. Definitely. <laughs> right. Now, f- before we get too far into it, uh, you know, Andre yep, was telling yep. us about the pink color, seventy millimeter, uh, pink sky sword. I'm all about this. I mean, I love the color oh. pink. I'm excited to see some photos and see. It. Mike is just—he's like, I can't believe you would fly a pink <laughs> airplane. Why would you fly? I'm like, I'm all about it, buddy. Oh my god, I'm all about yeah, it. I so I, I flew
5: the pink one today at the club, and there I had you go, Mike. Yeah, he's he's just he's just done the whole. Do they make them for men? I'm like, really? And
1: oh. like, like, I, like, I love it. I'm really
5: really Yeah, <sighs> yeah. It's like you know. To, to
3: I can't even
2: deal color. with the color salmon. That would go full pink, though. That's awesome. Oh, the- I love it. Color.
5: I love it. The, the the pink and black looks really looks very nice. The, the yeah. pink and black with the white wing underneath. Yeah, the, the yellow is where it's at the yellow well, we're going to do sun.
2: jousting you'll be in your pink and I'm hoping uh-huh. to destroy you with another color scheme <laughs> that's all I can say
1: <laughs> Mike we get to those. you can just hang your purse on your yeah.
5: nose <laughs> that's all I gotta tell you <laughs> uh, I won't tell you what we did during testing but there's something to do with the nose cone that you can change off the front to put on something else and when Ian wasn't watching, we changed his one over, but that's another story. <laughs> <laughs> that, that's, for, that, that's for that's for us, see, after hours. Oh, world. gotcha! Yeah.
2: <laughs> I think I know where that one went. <laughs> <is>. Actually,
5: <laughs> just no, it's an FPV nose. Mind uh, out of the gutter, guys. Come on. <laughs> <laughs> so now the um, so the, the seventy mil runs on forest, which mm-hmm. is a three thousand or 3300 forest? Um, uh, has a twelve-bladed fan. Mm, um 12, has really? an has a. I think it's an eighty amp ESC. I'd have to be corrected yeah. on that one. I'm not too sure. Um, but I think it's an eighty amp ESC. Um, obviously pre-installed with flaps, landing gear, and um, flies like the big one, but smaller. So it's um, yeah, it's it's pretty scale to get up. You know, sort of off the ground, but once it's up in the air and it's away, it's um, on 4S. It's, it's you know, very comfortable to fly and easy. We tested it on 6S. Um, we found it to be just a little bit too heavy on 6S, to be mm-hmm. honest. So that's the reason why yeah. it didn't happen. But there's no reason why guys aren't going to do it. I want to do it. Mm-hmm. I want to put this thing on 6S and make it work. But we um, we, you know, it's a balance, obviously, of flight time and also, you know, um, cost as well for the guys to buy batteries and four x yes. so is a really good option to buy batteries. Yeah. yeah.
0: Yes. So, Absolutely. Yeah. And that—that's that, yeah. something we were talking about at the beginning of the show. And it's just because yeah. I'm going through the six s evolution. That there's 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 a snippet amount of pain there, and you're mm-hmm. like, oh, it's just you know, it's worth it. But you've got to be willing to make that investment. So this is really cool to see something another another
5: nice looking jet. Um, yeah. Yeah.
0: The question I had on that one was, is the landing gear – I've never known if the landing gear was sprung.
5: That one there, no, we've, it, the, the landing gear isn't sprung on that one. It's just – it's a fixed landing gear. Yeah. But it's um, – like I said, we tested it out at the flying field where we test. It's very hard ground and grass, and we haven't had a failure yet on the landing gear, so we're pretty nice. cool
0: with that. Nice, yeah, nice, nice, we've nice. Noticed
5: is if you come in pretty hard, the front the front landing gear will bend a bit, but, you know, it's not – it's nothing dramatic as as um, you know damaging the landing where It bends too much. I mean, you can really get this into grease every landing just by hold you know a little bit of flap on landing and then just hold it off, hold like it off, and mm-hmm. it and it it just it just comes in and and just smooth the silk. You can get these things to land, which is pretty cool.
1: Wow, and, Sweet. and that was my big question, Steve. You know, looking at the Sky Sword to me, that is the scariest looking EDF jet I've ever seen in my life. And it just looking at it looks like nice. it'd be hard to fly. So, for everybody Steve. out there, maybe looking, uh, what you know, would a good intermediate pilot have any problems flying this thing?
5: Um, I wouldn't say it's more daunting that you, you're gonna expect this thing to bite you every time you go to stall it or something like that. But no, once you set it up, the centre of gravity and everything else the thing's just a pussycat. Mm. It um you know, it's um and another thing too, if you wanted to you could you could protect the bottom, you could laminate the bottom and then you could the only thing you could um you could belly land it. There's no um air scoops underneath at all hmm so there's there's an option there but, it, it, ah. but the only problem is if the nose dug in it's it's pretty sharp and nice oh, and yeah. Nose, so yeah. yeah you'd probably end up snapping that off but they're you know they're going to be available on the website so you just buy about four different noses and yeah <laughs> so
1: andre you'd have to get four spare uh, noses yeah. when you flyers. yeah yeah. <laughs> yeah
5: yeah but I, I'd, I'd say easy if you were to laminate the bottom you could easily come in and land it on you know take off with the wheels and then Tuck them up and just because mm-hmm. the thing comes in pretty slow as well. But mm. obviously, you got flaps in the way and that sort of stuff. So I'd, um, yeah, but for the cost, it's yeah. um,
0: no kidding. You piqued my curiosity the, on that one for sure. Oh, really? Yeah, the, the, oh, that the, is beautiful. The, I just got yeah, a picture oh, of oh, that's the, the
2: one that jousts the pink oh, okay. one out of the air right there.
5: <laughs> oh, wow. <laughs> that's that the yeah. beautiful. That is awesome. Yeah. Yeah, it is. It's, um, and it's, it's a one meter wingspan. Um, I think that equates to around about 1200 millimeters long.
2: That one definitely um, would take a pink one out of the sky. Get out of here.
5: <laughs> no, like yeah. I said,
2: that big nose you can just hang your purse on the laps around you. I'll buy you. four noses <laughs> and take that pink sucker out of the air. <laughs> <laughs> um, oh.
5: Some other some other things that we, we had at the show that you didn't see was the um, EFX version two, which is going yep. to come out. Yep, um, and um, so that's that's in production. The yellow ones are on the way, so we're not that far away from them at all. So the the, the orange ones are being painted now, so they're nearly finished. So we had a final decision on the color scheme, um, and the yellow ones have been done for a while, so they they're on the way. The Spitfire actually speaking about. The Spitfire have been um, boxed and shipped, so they're not that far off either at all. So we'll see them pretty quick. Cool. Um, the other thing at the show, we, we had a Sea Vixen back again in the new Oh, yeah! You know what? Changes. The Sea mm. Vixen's back. Nice. And
0: I've got friends who are waiting on
5: that one. Yeah, that's got a 12 plated fan and a different color scheme. So that's um, that's there's, there should be some photos of that somewhere because that was hanging up in the show. Um, some other surprises we had was the new JuraFly Bonanza, which is a Bonanza.
0: Woo, nine hundred mil. Yeah, mm.
5: yeah, yeah, yeah. So that that was at the show on one of the on one of the plane trees. So it's um, yeah, it runs on a twenty two hundred three S or thirteen hundred three S, whatever you want to fit in there. Um, Either one of those that that sort of size battery works well.
1: My my big question with the Bonanza because I got personal time in an F 33 is one of my favorite planes. Did you do the regular tail yeah.
5: or the V tail? No, oh, why would you, the V Of course. All right. You, yes, <laughs> I love it. I love it. No, no, it's, the the V tail is where it's at. V tail. Yes. 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 Um, <laughs> no, no. V It's got the you know the tanks on the wingtips, and mm-hmm. um, it's got the painted windows similar to a Tundra, where it's got the, the depth and everything in the windows. Mm-hmm. And Then you've got the. I mean, this, this is part of a, an idea that we had when Stuart was with us. Still, we were looking at doing a. a a lighter range of Durafly, if you like. And this comes into that where we had a, you know, decision of, you know, like just hand-launching aeroplanes. In belly landers? Tracks. Yeah, full belly landers, yeah. So yes. there's no, no landing gear. Um, there's not even the option to click in landing gear, so you've got a tail skid where, uh, and a belly where it lands on. I like it. Um, <laughs> I like, this is, I like this it. Is the first This is the first one to come through with this series. So we've got the... Bonanza, and then we've got just on the edge, and I can tell you about this one now. But I shouldn't, should I? Should I?
2: Yes, (laughs) you're not dreaming.
5: You are awake. (laughs) (laughs) You gotta tell us now. Am I still awake? Yes. (laughs) So the one after this will be the Buffalo, the Brewster Buffalo. So that's the next one that comes through. So that's um, um as a hand launcher roughly around a meter wingspan running on three s so a light power system and um a little bit of scale detail we're actually going to bring that one out in two color schemes. we'll have the u.s navy as in the um the the two blues and then we'll have the pre-war color scheme with the black stripes and the the white nose and everything with the felix the cat on the side so that's um that's like those color schemes out there. There you go. haven't heard that before.
1: Wow. <laughs> see,
5: um, yep. see, see being half asleep is like a truth serum.
1: Yes. I like <laughs> it. I'm going to make this a note. Make sure we have Steve on after midnight <laughs> yeah, in Australia. That we
2: can get more info that way. He thinks he's dreaming or <laughs> nightmares. Oh no. Yeah.
5: <laughs> um, the other the other images that you, you're going to come out of this show is the new Comet colour scheme. So we're bringing the Comet back as, as, as another scheme. It'll mm. come out as the Japanese J8M, which is the Japanese version of the Comet. Huh. Um, That's interesting. So we've changed the the cockpit a little bit to give you the the, the glazing that the Japanese used, which is a different aeroplane. The nose is a little bit different. The Japanese nose is a lot rounded than the um, than the Comet, and it didn't have the impeller on the front. Um so it was a pure glider, the one that they flew mm-hmm. and then they tested a rocket one, but then by that time the B twenty nines are coming in and destroyed all the factory. So ah. um they basically had to that that was it. They, there was yeah. I think the one original sample of the glider still exists in the museum somewhere. And um the colour scheme we took off was the one that was destroyed. So it's um it's a little bit different. It's got silver and orange and with the um, black nose and with the roundels and the little star and the flash and everything off the side. So it looks pretty cool. And um, orientation, this thing in the air, is so much easier to find than the red one. The red one would always turn black from a distance, and this one here stands out. So, it's, But still the same power plant and everything else that was in the original comet and still has the option to put the rocket in the tail. Um, and it's just the Japanese version, which is, I think it's pronounced the Shu. I probably got that completely wrong, and um, it's one of the swords that was similar to a katana, and that's what they named the um, mm. the Japanese comet after. Nice. Yes. So we'll
3: Interesting.
4: S-
5: we'll see that that's coming through as well. That's on the way. So that's that's already, you know, you know painting's been completed, and we're just yeah, so that'll that'll come through soon, very soon. So cool. that's pretty cool. Wow.
2: Holy cow! Uh, like he's mom, he's gonna, my mind's blown right He's gonna right wake now. up after sleep and be like, "What did I tell? Yeah, you? What, what did I just say?" No,
5: it's um, and that's um, and I, I think if I if I think about it, we've got a few other, we've got another surprise coming up in the next couple of weeks, but that that's for another show. And what is, that? No, <laughs> yeah. what is that? <laughs> <laughs> but that's, a, that's another – that's so basically, that that's a new one for Avios as well. So we've looked at that. It's a, another twin-engine plane, and that's all I'm going to say. Mm. Um,
1: so it's going to be a big uh, come, one. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Steve, I, yeah, I, I, mean, I, I got something for you. This might be just something to pass along or maybe make a little note of. Uh, I got a gentleman, James, wanted to know. He says, I have a bush mule. I absolutely love it but I need to replace the nav light lenses and they're not listed under parts for the plane. If there any way. No, they're not. No. Yeah. If they could uh, add that to the parts list.
5: That's a good question. I, I'll have to look into that one because okay. we haven't actually had the lenses as a spare part. Right. For Normally they come fixed to the, to the, um, the, the wing the fuselage or the wing or something like that, wherever they're connected to. We don't actually sell the lenses as a spare part at all. That's, yep. um, that's interesting that that could be something that we could do in the future, I think. Oh, well, There's no problem with it because we can do it as a plastic part. So mm-hmm. um, definitely, I mean, having you think about that, the, the Grand Tundra has got some nav lights on the tail and the, the wingtips and also the – and I don't think they're a separate item. So that's – I'll have to write that one down. Thanks yep. for that. Yeah. Yep,
1: no problem. <laughs> uh, you can thank uh, James Butler for that. He says I really need to replace them. Okay.
5: Anything well, well, else? Um,
1: go ahead, Steve. Anything else?
5: Oh, um, from the show <laughs> from the show, I don't think there's anything left out now that we've done everything. It was um okay. Very successful show in Sydney. We had a, you know, a great turnout and it was um it was good to catch up with a lot of different people out there. It was it was fantastic to to just meet different people from the from the from the hobby itself and, you know, there's a the gentleman out there which I spoke to and a champion of a man and he's building a a scratch built no it was actually a kit of the Tiger Moth and um oh, nice. he's just gone through some issues in his life and he's back into the modelling world again and he was such a nice guy to talk to and very humbling for you know for for me to talk to him and then you know to have the um the opportunity to listen to his story and, and stuff like that it was great to you know to be in the community and and have a good chat because obviously we've been very busy in the last couple of weeks and these are, you know, these events really put us back with the with with the people again. Us without, you know, sound, right, right. You know, it, but it's, uh, it's it's great fun to, to to get back out there and show our products and and to see what everyone else is working on as well and to look at. you know, I mean, I think we had a, a few hundred planes out there wow. today, which were just on display. So it was really really good. So it was good. To,
4: wow, good
5: to catch up with all those, you know, with with, with the guys that, that love our products and love and hate us as well which is great you know <laughs> have a running argument with a couple of members which is fantastic mm-hmm. well. it's always good to it's always good to catch up with those guys
4: yes for and,
5: sure um, you know they give us a bit of static and you know it's all good it's all yep. fun and games but um yeah no it's, it's it's been the last couple of weeks have been really you know, really good awesome and we're off obviously to the to the netherlands in july which mm-hmm. is um over there with, with tom so that that's a 27th to 29th of July so that's going to come around really fast as well so
0: <laughs> yeah no wow. kidding wow
5: yeah
1: but um well th- yeah yeah well, there you have it, folks. I mean, if you haven't played a reveal, yes, today. haven't got picked up on some stuff, uh, then you're really missing out. So, hopefully, everybody will be checking out this podcast because I'm still, I'm just you're like overwhelmed. Yeah. I and I mean, I just cannot yeah, stop smiling over that C 130. I mean, literally, I think a lot and of people are going to be excited about that one. Sure. For sure.
5: Will. And when I first flew the C 130, you know, Ian was, you know, it's like, all right, because he'd flown it before. And um, then I went out with him. I said, oh, well, let me fly. Let me have a go. And as soon as I got off the ground, I you know, trimmed it out and had it set up the way I wanted. And I come in and pulled up and did a roll. And then I did a loop. And he's like, really? And I'm just like, cool. <laughs> It's a <C-1. laughs> yeah, yeah, you, you yeah. wouldn't expect to see that right, in the air right.
2: anytime time soon with a scale so, craft.
5: And um, knife edge <laughs> and in, oh, inverted. Geez.
2: Oh, man.
5: And... And on 4S, it, it's actually really fast. It's um, yeah. It look, it, the takeoff looks like it's got the jet-assisted wow. the takeoff. Wow, so, no, it's the takeoff. it's got plenty of power, and it's so quiet. It, this it is unbelievable how quiet this thing flies. Um, if there's anyone, if anyone had any footage of it from today, the um, the way that it flies is just so quiet. It hmm. um, yeah.
1: I and I was and, curious about the, the you know them really cool scale looking props, how the sound is in the air with that in the four motors.
5: Yeah, it's very it's just it's really quiet. We That's were really crazy. Surprised. Yeah. We were expecting it to be you know, one, the first thing we we're expecting to be completely out of balance.
4: Mm-hmm. And then
5: we thought, you know, like what's good what you know, what are the challenges there? And mm-hmm. we found that the, the moulds were fantastic and they were the balance was really well considering it's mm-hmm. a one piece right. propeller and spinner. So that the balance was was fantastic and and you know, instantly we had this nice, quiet electric yeah. airplane. It was like, wow, it's actually even. Uh,
0: I'll even have to put that in for the slowpoke. I I checked the prop, and I didn't have to do a thing with it. And then I took off and flew, and I'm I'm watching the footage, and I'm like, that's well, flying by myself anyhow. And it was just a really, really nice, quiet airplane, which was a pleasant yeah. surprise.
5: Hmm. Yeah, it is. I mean, some of the bigger Oops. propellers, obviously. I think the smaller propellers, you can get away with it and the mouldings and stuff like that. But when you start to get, you know, 14, 15, 16, 17-inch propellers, you know, you're crazy not to balance them. You have to mm-hmm. balance them. They just, you know, it's a lot of propeller on a motor. Like the Grand Tundra is perfect. You know, we've painted the white propellers. So the the paint, that I think the original ones that, like Andre and that guy, the paint came off in flight. So we were like, yeah. oh, we need to fix that. So. That's been rectified. That's that's fixed now. But the um, the um, the paint itself would actually add weight. And obviously that, yes. for the painted, you know, because they're hand-painted, if, if they're hand they all painted and the paint set on wrong, then they're completely out of balance and then you had noise. and So we have yeah. sanding and gluing and everything else. So we, yeah, I mean, you know, the bigger propellers, anything, I'd say anything bigger than, I mean, you've got to balance the propeller anyway, let's face it. But, yeah, yeah. But this four-bladed propeller is very quiet and very efficient. Like with a, a 4S 2200 4S in the little oh, that's another thing too. At the front of the C130, there's a little battery hatch that opens up, so the whole side of the fuselage opens up. Mm. So you can get you can get access to the landing gear, and you can act gear actually get access to the avionics bay, as we call mm. it, and where you'd sit your battery in the front, and you know you can put a a 2200 or two 2200s in series stacked up. So that gives you a 4,400 milliamp. And um, nice. and you can fly this thing on a 2200 4S. So I think we were getting like six minutes flight time out of it. That's been pretty conservative with the power, but six mm-hmm. minutes out of a 2200. Was wow. Just, and the, and the best thing about the C-130 that, that I've noticed is when the power drops off the battery, it doesn't starve an engine. It'll slow and reduce power to all four engines. Hmm. So it doesn't actually drop an engine at all. Mm -hmm. You notice that there's a bit of lacking power and you're like, okay, that's really low now now I'm nearly going to get into low voltage cutoff. So I better land Um, because we're sponsored by LVC, obviously at Hobby King. (laughs) So that's that's a running joke is when I run out of power, it's like, oh, actually Stuart was a devil for that. It was hilarious to watch him fly because he'd, He'd always do this, oh, the battery's nearly flat. He goes, no, no, I'll finish that battery off. Yes. You go get another battery. It's like, but it's, anyway. So yeah,
1: it's, I, I'm right there with you. I, for some reason, like to go right down to where that motor starts pulsing, and then I go, well, now I know it's time to land, you know, as your battery's about right. the size of a basketball when you <laughs> –
5: yeah, that's right. You can you can kick it out of the plane. Yeah,
1: yeah. It's yep. um
5: yeah, but but on like a twenty six hundred or a, a three thousand, you know, you're looking at eight minutes, ten minutes flight time. Wow, that's Whoa, fantastic.
0: Or, yeah. Oh, imagine the touch and goes with that thing just oh. repeated touch and goes.
5: Mm. Uh, I've got footage of it when when uh, when it was tested in. I think it was tested in China, and obviously it was tested in China. And um um one of our guys that works over there with us, he was just doing touch and goes constantly just to check the landing gear on Ashville and it just looks so good as it, as it came into the sink. A couple of passes you did was so low and just so slow and it was just like, uh, that is hilarious. Oh! Then, oh. You know, the, the, the landing gear goes up and the, that mm. door opens at the front, the wheel slides forward and the door closes and it looks just oh. perfect. It, it's And the, the landing lights are on the on the main gear doors, and also on the wings, so wow. you've got like four landing lights that are all in there as well, and they turn off when the wheels go up. So it's pretty cool.
0: Unbelievable! That sounds amazing. <laughs> okay. Exciting stuff there.
5: For sure. Um, I, I <laughs> and, meant to ask you too uh,
1: earlier. Oh, go ahead, Steve. Go ahead.
5: No, I was just saying. I, I honestly, I can't wait until these got the C one thirty gets out there, so we can see what these what what guys are going to do with the color scheme. Because mm-hmm. yeah. There's that many different options. And, I, you know, like even my own, like I, I want to do an RAF, like Royal Air Force wraparound color scheme from the 80s. I just think that color scheme just looks superb on a C-130. Yeah. And, um, yeah, obviously, you know, I want about 10 of them because. Um,
2: <laughs> yeah, you just opened a gateway of opportunities yeah. now putting this model out for sure.
5: Well, um, I, I built, I remember I built the, uh, it was a 148 scale plastic model kit of the, c-130 and it was i had the canadian color scheme one and i painted it up and i hand painted it and it looked horrendous and (laughs) and um well it's a funny story actually because um i'm colorblind
2: so um, no which is
5: which which is which is considering the job that i do and pick colors all day um it's um so it's pretty funny but i painted some some plastic model airplanes as a kid and my dad's just kind of like okay it's artistic license i'll let him do what he wants and then that's how I, that's how we found out I was colorblind from painting model airplanes. So, wow. um,
2: like this isn't right. Yeah. <laughs> You're getting too much feedback and yeah. not being right. It looks right <laughs> to me. I don't know.
1: Um I I wanted no, to ask you. Like I wanted to ask yeah, you yeah. real quick, um, before we get off that, uh, what's, do you know what size tires are actually on the C one thirty?
5: Oh, I I think they're around about two inches. Like oh, that's I can't pretty good size, side. really.
1: Two inch tire, but,
5: but yeah. they might be a little bit smaller than that. I think they might be one point seven five or something like that. Mm-hmm. But they're 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 a decent tire. Um They actually handle the, the the ground really well. Like as I said, we've tested it off grass constantly, mm-hmm. and we've I've probably put uh, you know a few flights in it now, and and both obviously when we tested the power systems with three S and four S and. Um, we had a issue with a grub screw that came loose and that was the only problem that we've had with the nose wheel. So that's the only thing that we just know locked tight on the grub screw which holds it on and that just gave it a, like a, a castering nose wheel which was pretty funny to lean. But um, that, that was the only issue that we've had. Everything else has worked well still now that we've tested it constantly with the sequencing doors and everything else and it's just, yeah, it's, it's been... Very, very, you know, considering what we thought was going to happen with the C one hundred and thirty, because it's, you know, it's very small travel with the undercarriage, um, but it's um, holding up really well, so it's good. Awesome! Wow! Yeah, no, it's 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 actually kind of it's it's that plane that when we design when it, when it actually came out of the box, we were like. Our job here is done. We could retire now. Yeah. Okay. Wow.
1: <laughs> drop the mic, we're <laughs> <the> done. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. yeah.
5: Yeah, that's exactly what it was. I think Ian actually said that. Ian's just like like I think he actually said boom and just walked out
3: of
5: drop. Wow. Awesome. Well, so yeah. But um and um the biggest bit fire. That's um it's been finished production, which is the, the best news ever and it's um, it's going to be on the way very, very soon. Mm. So now, that's the, the big Spitfire.
1: And that's the one with all the little intricate scale details, correct?
5: Yes, yeah. You've got, um, so just to go through, 1,450-millimeter wingspan. Mm-hmm. It's got, um, there's no control surfaces that you can see. They're exposed from the outside. They're all hidden except for the top part of the aileron, mm-hmm. where you can just see the ball link. Um, When the flaps come down, the flap indicator little panel comes up, like on a real Spitfire. Yeah, Um, and this is obviously this is going back to um, um, the original Mark uh, Five Spitfire, Mark One, Mark Five Spitfire that we had from Durofly, and the mold, the the actual plans have been blown up to fourteen hundred. The interior is you've basically got the dashboard and the headrest, and then it's designed to have that FPV camera in the front. To do that pen and tilt, the glass mm. pops out at the front, so your thick piece of glass, which you normally have in there, is the armour-plated glass at the front. That has the option of coming out, so then you can see straight through the windscreen when you're flying, mm. Um It really gives you that immersed feel when you look around the cockpit inside and you can see the dash, you can see out the wings, you know. It's, and to do that in Spitfire is a lot of fun. So, awesome. so we've... Um, yeah, we've been testing that, and it's been um, yeah, it's pretty cool. So, um, but this is, um, the, I think, I think the Spitfire, the big one, will be the last one of Stuarts to come through. I think, and then it's all on. you, yeah, yeah, yeah. So that's that's been interesting, you know, to go through, you know, the different designs and and um, to see, you know, the development and everything else to go through, and it's 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 good fun. So we're. But um, yeah, so that, that's the Spitfire. It's nearly, it's nearly here. So it's, it's been a long time coming, and we've we've you know, you know, there's been people talking, you know, why has it been delayed and all this sort of stuff. Mm-hmm. Honestly, it hasn't been delayed that much. It's just been yeah, the factory is obviously you can imagine the factory that built the Grand Tundra is also building the Spitfire, so you can imagine the amount of work that they do. I mean, you know. The amount of airplanes that they make for us as well. Like they've got, you know, EFX races, um, EF extras, Grand Tundras, Tundras. Ah, there you go. Now you've got me while I'm tired. The Tundra. Let's talk about the Tundra. Okay. The Tundra is going to be is going the Tundra as we know it, the thirteen hundred millimeter Tundra is going to be released very soon as an ARF kit in all four colors. Oh wow! So this is a fantastic opportunity. If you've got a tired Tundra, yep, and you want to replace it, it's going to come as a kit. Ah. So you're going to have it'll come with um, everything except for your ESC and motor and servos. So you nice. Can, it'll, It'll mm-hmm. still come with the floats. It'll still come with all the hardware and all the bits and pieces. It actually comes with the stickers to go over the top of your new wires from your servos.
4: Mm-hmm. Nice.
5: So, as a kit. So, um, that's um, they're nearly on the way through as well. So, we've got the ARF Tundra coming through, and that was at the show today.
1: Wow, now see that, that, at all, but. that? That's another thing I'd be interested in cuz my green one's getting pretty beat up cuz we just we bashed the daylights out of that thing and I would like the new, you know, orange scheme with the new, you know, like more rubber tires. I'd yeah. love to try that out. So I mean, that'd be perfect.
5: So the so the original the original green and silver one that actually comes stock with the older wheels mm-hmm. and then the colored ones or the ones that we called the colored ones, but the um purple gold um, the blue and red and the orange and gray yep. come with the with the softer ties or the different ties.
1: Exactly. and that's uh, you yep. know one thing. and then see there, Andre, you can get a new updated scheme and still use your hot motor that you have. you dirty <laughs> you got, I've
5: got, well I've, I've got I've just got one and when we did the obviously the the paint samples and the, the, the testing for shipping and everything to make sure everything was complete the way we wanted it to mm-hmm. come out as an ARF. So I've got one and it's actually um, it's going to be on 6S. Yes, of oh, course. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's when well, Andre this flies. Goes <laughs> this goes back to my um my Bixler which is um, uh, I think clocked at 157 miles an hour.
1: <laughs> I can't even fathom <laughs> yeah, a Bixler, Bixler. <laughs> 1 going that fast, two staying Let's together.
5: Yeah, Uh, yes, it's so, it's so like it's it's (laughs) it's it's been known as the sixler. It's got a um, it's got a similar running gear to what's in an EF extra, but it's um, been hopped up a bit, so it's got 120 (laughs) FSC. And um, (laughs) the noise this thing makes is pretty awesome. Oh my gosh, and it's such a surprise because it looks like a pixel, except it's a little bit different, it's got no rudder and it's got everything changed so that. Control I, surfaces are a little bit different, and when you hand launch it, it's it's nice and smooth. The, and sixler. Of, the sixler.
1: The Sixler, yeah. Oh I, I can't even imagine, like, aerodynamically, the way the Wait, Vixler I is, I it know, you could get it to go that, that fast.
2: <laughs> yeah. With the wings not
5: so, falling. So, so, what you do is you mix in 25% down elevator with full throttle. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
2: That's it's a good like, point, yeah. Because <laughs> it has what glider capabilities. Use? Yeah.
5: Uh, but, but when you when you have a guy like at, at your local flying club who's got an extra and he's like, "This is fast," you go, yeah, "It's not." not you fast pull out a, a Big Bixler, <laughs> <It's> like, <laughs> yeah, oh, whatever. Real funny, dude. You know, <laughs> talk about a sleeper, Oh man, yeah. I had, a, huh? oh. Oh, uh, yeah, I had a, a guy at the club. He's like, "Is that what's that?" And I go, like, oh, "It's just, it's just from, a Big It's, stock. it's, <laughs> just, it's <laughs> just out of the <laughs> box. <laughs>
3: it's stuck.
5: And he's like, "Really?" And I'm like, "Yeah, yeah. It's just." this is what you get out of the box but it's completely it's completely it's not Huffton. the same it's got oh yeah it's got carbon spars through oh. it everywhere and it's got it's been laminated and oh everything that's else. funny so it's,
2: that's um, fun yeah oh it's
1: uh,
5: it just needs i just need to get some some stickers made up and we've got a vinyl cutter at hobby king uh-huh which is one of the new items so um you know i'm Hopefully I will get, get my hands on a vinyl cutter and make my own stickers and call it the 6. Lines.
1: Yes, absolutely. Yep. Oh, absolutely. There you go. Fantastic. Um, wow.
5: And um, yeah, for the RC guides of the cars, the, the Berserker is back mm-hmm. again. Is a version 2 that's just been released. Mm-hmm. Um, and um, I've seen that thing on 6S and it's ridiculous. I've, I don't even know how to drive it. It just does wheel stands. Wow. yeah, yeah, yeah. Every time I'm, I'm like, What's the funny? This every time I put my finger down on yeah. the trigger, it just backflips. I'm like, yes. "Yeah, <laughs> I can't drive a car. I've got no idea." Um, and also, the Desert Fox has been released as well, which which is a new one that just released from us as well, which is pretty cool. And they they were at the show. I, I'm I'm not a I'm not a car guy by any means. So I've I mean I've got a I've, I've got my own car which I drive personally, but yeah. I don't have a um RC, RC cars. Yeah, um, yeah, it's um. My boys are into that, but I'm not. It's um, yeah. But they they were they were new released items at the show, for, the, for um, for new items. So yeah. that's pretty exciting to see. No, I, and the of, reaction was cool.
1: No, I, just out of curiosity, you know, I, this has popped in my head several times. Like I can go out and drive one of my RC cars for days and never have a problem, but I can give it to my nine year old, and within three seconds, he can usually find something to break. I'm curious. Do you ever bring stuff no. home to your boys and go, "Okay, here's a test model. Drive it and let's see yeah, what yeah, happens." Yeah. <laughs> I
5: had, I had the the Rattler, which is the H King Rattler, which is a car on 3s, and it's 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 a very fast. Like it's, oh, I don't know. I, th- I think it's fast. And um, I got it for my son, and I said, "Here you go. Try this." And mm. within a couple of seconds, he he lost like one of the drive shafts out of the front, just broke. And I'm like, "How does that happen?" Yes. So. <laughs> We we looked around for it everywhere and we couldn't find it and then we found it and it was in bits and I was like how did it snap into bits and then we're out of stock and of that drive shaft and then they came back into stock again and then so he was you know he was disappointed he couldn't drive his car and then finally got it back again and he had it today at the at the um, at the event up and down the runway which is um, a lot of fun for him. But um, yeah, he just happens to then the the wing come off and he lost the wing. Like,
1: <laughs> yes, he, the, the the kids fuck, are yeah. the best testers. I mean, literally, like if if you think you got something bulletproof, like there's you can't do anything. You <laughs> just, give it to your kid, and for within five minutes, like dad, I broke this. You know, and you're like, <laughs> how is that possible?
5: You know, they'll find yeah, something. I'd, yeah, they'll, they'll. Yeah, I don't. Yeah, it's um. Yeah, I suppose my dad would have gone through the same thing yeah poor guy
2: <laughs> right yeah I heard but, a lot um, you can't do you, can, you can't you can do anything right <laughs> 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 dang it I do it myself oh. and I want it done right yeah heard
5: a lot of that oh. growing up <laughs> I always got that you know I'm um, I'll just just let me. F- I, I do it now to my son. Like, I think my dad did it to me. Was yep. was I need to just I need to just make sure it works properly, and then you waste the whole battery or the whole tank of fuel. Like here just you testing go, it And your <laughs> Yeah, then you go like then it's nearly flat, and you get it handed back to your kids. Like here you go, and now you can finish off this battery. It's like, yes, <laughs> two like
2: yes. yes. seconds. <laughs> then...
1: Oh man, and,
5: uh, fantastic then, stuff. Yeah, and then obviously, like, years ago, you would have had old NICAD batteries that took about eight hours to charge. Yes. Course, and you were like, what? Yes. Yeah. I don't know. I, I always tell everyone the story about my dad, and um, he was building a – it was right a couple of weeks before Christmas, and he was building a, a to me, a um, – I can't remember the car now, but it was a, a Hornet. Mm, and yeah. I walked into I walked into this room, and here he was building this car a few weeks out from Christmas, and I said to him,
3: like,
5: oh, you're, this is what I'm getting for Christmas. He goes, "No, no, it's for the kid down the street." <laughs> and <I was> like, <laughs> so all leading up to Christmas, I thought I was getting this new tomato RC car. Yeah. Of course, Christmas Day he comes along, and I get a T-shirt, a hat, and a soccer ball. Oh. And I'm like, I'm like, "Where's my car?" And he's like, "It was for the kid down the street." <laughs> he and wasn't all day, This kid, this kid's going up and down the street in this jet hopper, and I was just so disappointed. Oh that I didn't get my a
2: gosh. Hopper. Oh, that's gotta be one of the worst
5: things I ever. A hornet, and then, so then a couple of, I think it was a year or so ago, I saw one of the hornets be re-released as a ready-made kit that you can buy from a hobby shop. Yes, went and bought it. Yes, now I've got it. It sits in a, it sits in a box and doesn't.
1: doesn't Oh, that's
5: fantastic! Like that, that's my car. It doesn't move, and it's it's a bit of a funny joke. Yeah, very funny story, and I still tease my dad about it. Oh my (laughs) god. And here I am thinking, you know, I told everyone at school that I was sure. going to get this RC oh, car for Christmas, man. and it was going to be the best. And then the kid down the street just teased me a little bit. Oh, like, what? <laughs> On Christmas like Day, your kid down the street driving like the your car up and down, down yeah, you and oh, you're staring gosh. out the window. <laughs> oh so my we, God. we have a big, but obviously I got more than a soccer ball and a hat. But yes, that's um, that's, that's how it felt. That felt, it felt yeah, right, yeah.
2: It felt like a chunk of coal
5: at that point. <laughs>
2: <laughs> <laughs> Whatever
5: you got, <laughs> oh, oh my It gosh. would have been second-hand bathwater for sure. <laughs> <laughs> it was <the> worst thing. <laughs>
2: oh man! Wow! Great story, man.
5: Yeah, very very funny. Well, and it's good too because still to like today, my dad's seventy-four, and we still get to tease each other constantly with RC planes and stuff. We, you know, we still, you know. Build things together and and talk and mm.
4: you
5: know, I've I've bought a car where I can't fit big airplanes in and I've got <laughs> some big planes so he's got to bring them to the field for me and oh, <laughs> oh no Is- yeah so he, he he puts him in his wagon and we you know we show up to the club and he's got all these planes stacked in there and I've got I can only fit like half an airplane in my car <laughs> <laughs> and um and so he's yeah yes. He, we always have this thing that we call it the annex. So if all my airplanes are over at his house getting built, and you know it's pretty funny. We have a bit of a running joke there, but it's good. You know, I get to still, you know, like at, at this age, I'm still sharing this hobby with my dad, which is fantastic. Yeah, yes. very lucky very, very very to have That it is very cool.
1: so, I'm curious to yeah, know. I'm curious to know too, Steve. Is is he amazed by the technology today and what you guys are bringing to the table and what you're doing with foam? Is he? Is there any nah, point? he no? actually,
5: he actually, he actually tells me what I'm doing wrong. Oh he's wow! No, no, nah, nah, he's he's a funny character, uh-huh. but he's um, no, nah, he no, nah, he is. He's the the technology. You know, obviously, when we get a new plane and we go through it and have a look at it, he you know picks it apart and looks at mm-hmm. it. And he just thinks like you know, you know, you know.
2: I think it, all dads are there to tell us what we're doing wrong. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, of
5: course. Yeah. <laughs> yep. No, but he um. It's, it's good to see, like, um, even with, like, other manufacturers' aircraft that, you know, that, that we that I get my hands on or that I might be able to fly or buy or whatever it is, you know, we, we obviously go through and look at, you know, different different products from different manufacturers and you can see the different, you know, the techniques that are being built and the steps that happen with, even with our own airplanes, like we see, like, even with the, the Grand Tundra that's just been released, I'm already making a mole change in regards to the wing connectors, because we want to do something in the future which is going to be different. Mm-hmm. So there's always, you know, it's something that you can. The next step, sure. And you're already, you're already in front of yourself by the time you've released the product. There's already something that you want to change. So it's like because it takes you know like a, a you know a few months to develop an aeroplane. Yeah, you're already at that next level where you want to
2: technology or a different that. scheme, yeah.
5: Yeah, but you're already at that stage where you've you've produced them and, and and all your, your costs are and everything are done at that level and now you're like, Oh, but I really want to do this but you're not there yet because <laughs> someone you know, you've seen something else that someone's done and wing connectors are a perfect example of that. Like um uh, before we had wing connectors, obviously you just would have put, you know, your servo plugs yep. through a hole and push it yep. through and then when you had a servo a wing connector come through, you were like I want to put that in that plane, but you've already designed it. So it's like, it's the next step and um, like click on wings and that sort of stuff, which is just, you know, in its infancy, I haven't seen them, you know, we're, we're still relying on, you know, screws to screw it together and stuff mm-hmm. like that. But even that, like saying that, like we we were having a discussion of what's the next thing that's going to happen in the, in the industry and, and um, you know, what's, what's that next thing. And, you know, biodegradable foam is a big thing at the moment that that, you know we think is an option you know especially with aircraft like that are used <clears throat> sorry with like a Bixler, for instance
4: mm-hmm.
5: like how many bixlers would you have that you would use as a training airplane and these airplanes end up in landfill and they'd, they're always going to be with us as a bio, non-biodegradable foam and they're going to be you know you know there must be something out there that we can do which is next level in regards to foam which you know, after say like ten years, it breaks down and it just disappears. You know, is is there something out there that we can do? So there's always something new, and you know, thinking outside the square in the, in the hobby itself, and obviously with strength in internal structure with carbon and everything like there's there's yeah, the, we're always you know thinking about the next step with what's going to happen in the industry. So yeah. there's.
1: Yeah, you got brought up a good point. I was wondering and I thought by now maybe we'd see more of it. There are there are a couple other manufacturers that are kind of doing these foam hollow core wings, you know, where the the you know, they're putting either balsa yeah, or carbon yeah. fiber, but I thought a lot more people for some reason would jump on that and start making these planes, you know, maybe a little bit lighter or whatever. Um, but I don't know. It hasn't it hasn't really seemed to catch on, and that may be something you guys are looking into or testing or seeing what you can do with it. Yeah, but.
5: look, we, we brought out we had the light core, which is um, which we brought out on the Zazie, which was a hollow wing, mm-hmm. and then we had the um, the voltage, which was how um, hope I pronounce that right? <laughs> the the voltage, which was um, had a hollow wing as well. And also the extra, has, um, it's very, if you have a look at the extra and the fuselage itself, it's very thin. Mm. And we're looking at, at um, with the extra, that's another airplane, like um, that, you know, we'd like to reduce the weight in certain aspects of it and how do we do that and where do we cut the weight out of and how do we make things lighter and stronger. Um, yeah, but in, uh, in regards to the structure, we had a really, an interesting conversation where we could, Design a um, a structure uh, like a a skeleton of carbon, and then infuse that into the foam. Is there a way we can do that to make it stronger and give it more, rather than just having one central spar that goes through the wing? Is there something that we can do that, you know, that changes this
2: strength of the whole wing? Yeah,
5: yeah. But uh, I mean, it's it's obviously down to a cost as well, and then moulding, and and then. Obviously, man hour to put the little parts of carbon in to make it all work, or like a yeah, yeah. It's um, it's always something that's on on the forefront. You know, we're always thinking about new techniques and new designs, and it's interesting. It's it's a good time to be in the industry because there's um, obviously development with foam has come a long way just in the last five years. Yes, with the changes in what we can see with um, different mold. Like the, I think the Mark Five Spitfire is a perfect example of that. Like the design that Tom Hunt came up with, and with Stuart, the um, the, the Mark Five, is flies so well. It's um, I don't know if you've ever had the chance to fly a Mark Five or the Mark One, but no, that I've flown the mean, Mark flight. One. But for a Spitfire fan, I've like I've I think I've said this before. I think I've nearly got every Spitfire, <laughs> R C Spitfire, out there, and I've flown a fair few of them. And some of them are a little bit tricky with tip stalling and everything else. But this thing is just like it just flies so well. Even the new Navy one, when I flew it the other week, I was like, I forgot how good this thing flies. It's just sensational. And, and for a Spitfire fan to have a Spitfire that flies at slight speed is fantastic because normally, you know, they're a little bit tricky on landing and takeoff, and you've got to make sure you've got power. And it's a warbird, right? So yes. it's going to fly with light, you know, with a, you know, the wing loading is so heavy. It's just, it's, but with these Spitfires, with the washout and everything else that's been designed into the wing, it's, you know, it and it looks like a Spitfire. And you know, in the old days, we had to build a Spitfire that kind of looked like a Spitfire it mm-hmm. wasn't. Yeah. And you know, you know, it's it's interesting to you know, and to have an airplane like the C one hundred and thirty, which actually looks like a C one hundred and thirty in the air. When you take a photo of it, it's like you can hardly tell the difference between the real one and and, and the RC model. Which is
2: that's awesome. It's yeah. Uh,
5: you know where are we going to be in the next couple of years <laughs> yeah i uh, know and even with some of the jets that are coming out now like i, I see some of the jets and i'm like like damn that's oh awesome. i know the scale
1: I, detail and stuff and they're then, putting on them oh,
5: wow sensational like the um uh i think it was it was the new one the um the phantom that i saw from freewing mhm yeah I was like, yes I'll, i want that i'm going to buy it and i was like <laughs> Oh, I don't know if my wallet can afford that yet. Yeah. <laughs> like, but it's um, and the Phantom is always. I've always wanted a Royal Navy Phantom because you know the Navy guys fly better than the Air Force guys. So I've always uh. wanted to have a Navy one. And it's true. I mean, there's no denying it. the The Navy guys are just cooler. Um. And um. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And uh, See, I am tired. You get the yeah. truth, that I'm tired. Yeah. But um. I don't know. It's just something about the navy planes with the undercarriage and it just the way that they fly and how they fly, and you know, it's just sensational. But the the Royal Navy with that with the with the um, Phantom, they had that you know sort of grey and white colour scheme. With the, it, just it's just an iconic looking airplane, the Phantom, and it's um, mm-hmm. you, know, you know the scale details that are coming through, and it's only going to get better. Like yeah. we're working on some planes now, and I, I can't tell you which one it is. But, this airplane in particular is, um, yeah, you know, 90 mil EDF from Avios, which is going to come out soon, and um, the scale detail is is pretty cool. Like the way that we've set this up is like, yeah, that, that's that's pretty awesome. So, wow. All I can say is the Russians are back.
1: Oh uh
5: oh wow, <laughs> man. That, that's all I'm saying. Okay, but, um, we'll take it. Russian airplanes are cool. Uh, I don't know mm-hmm. something about Russian airplanes. They just have that. They, I agree. They're so. I don't know if they're primitive is the word, but they look so rough. Like yes. I remember there was a Mig, MiG twenty one at a local um, museum in in, um, in uh, just in New South Wales, just up the coast here. And um, I got to to climb over that, and I was thinking, like, how did this thing fly? It's like it's <laughs> a field of metal. It was like, wow, it's so rough yeah. and so just just. Yeah, you know, I think primitive is the right word. Just like it's like they're using wood screws to hold the wings in. And stuff. <laughs> it's like, wow, these things, are, these things are so chunky. It's like wow. And going back to like the you know the the uh, like the Mig Fifteens, and in comparison to a Mig Fifteen and a saber, you've yeah. a saber which it looks polished and so mm-hmm. refined. And then you look at a MiG; it's just tough, massive cannons, and it's just going to kill you. Yeah, <laughs> they're, like, they're,
1: kill yeah. You. Their planes are almost like medieval looking at some point. Yeah,
5: yeah. And and I think that that um, yeah, that that Russian um, the, the best thing about the Russian planes is the landing gear. It's like they're designed to take off from mud. Mm-hmm. <laughs> These things mm-hmm. are huge, massive wheels, and and if you can put that into RC, the the, the Russian planes are pretty cool. So, yeah, yep. yeah, yeah. I'm a bit of a fan of the Russian jets, so you might see some Russian jets. Sweet, I, but anyway, I like that's, it. Um,
0: <laughs> before yeah. we get you fired, Steve. Yeah,
5: yeah, right. <laughs> no, no, I can, I can, I can, I can, I can. It's easy to talk about things without actually talking about it. So, you, I, mean, you, I mean, there's a lot of Russian aeroplanes out there which, which which were designed between you know 1945 and and now.
2: Just keep narrowing it so down there's, there. Yeah.
5: There's, 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 you know, I mean, like, it, it could be a, like, the new, I think it's the new T 50, the new, the fifth generation or sixth generation fighter now from the Russians. That, that thing yeah. is just, when you see it, it looks like the Widow. I think it was the F 23, which was the one that ran up against the F 22. Mm-hmm. Had that very unusual shape. The Black Widow, I think they called it. I could be wrong. But I think it's the f twenty three that that shape where it's like sort of flattened out pancake looking and it was big and it and and then the f twenty two obviously came through and and that that won that that fighter competition but the f twenty three had a really unusual looking shape to it and I think the Russians might have copied that so hmm. yeah should be but, interesting um, yeah no there's there's some interesting things coming through and and like i said you know oh, we can talk about it but I just can't talk about it that's <laughs>
1: Uh, well i would say on that note before we do get you fired uh here steve we've been going <laughs> i mean we're uh two hours and 40 minutes in here and uh i know you're tired and we appreciate all the infra- i mean uh, yes. this has been a wealth of like I-, I i was expecting to just talk about maybe a spitfire a, a like sky sword and and the and the c-130 so all this other stuff is Not just a huge material. huge bonus and i mean yeah
5: but we had a we, we had plenty of releases at the show and some new products. So, it's, you yes. know, they're obviously, you know, we can talk about it. And, yep, yep. And, um, and speaking about that as well, I well, may as well, Kingcraft, <laughs> we've, we've got another, another few planes that are coming through the Kingcraft range, which is our Balsa series. Uh-huh. So, we had, we had the pit special and yep. um, we've obviously worked on a few other aeroplanes that are coming through in the Kingcraft range. So, look out for them as well. There. So, basically, you know, uh, yeah. 15, 20cc size models. Um, and um, they'll they'll be coming out very soon as well, which is pretty cool to see the the big ARF stuff come mm-hmm. through. Um, and they're they're purely uh, Balsa ARF, so that's um. But saying that, they'll have all the backing like Jurafly and Avios in regards to spare parts and that sort of stuff. So sweet, sweet. nice. That that's pretty cool. Wow. Yeah, but no, 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 no. There's no need to be. Yeah, I mean, um, what was I going to say? Yeah, there's no to worry about me getting fired. I'm good. I'm good. <laughs> I just made, maybe a slap on the wrist, but I'm, I'm fine. I'm good.
1: Good. Fantastic. Well, Definitely. again, yeah. yes, thanks thank so you, Steve. We really appreciate it. I'm glad we did get a hold of you. I was a little nervous because we were spilling out this stuff and didn't have the specs and everything. So uh, we appreciate you. I'm glad you got your power nap in,
5: too. Yeah. So, um, <laughs> yeah I'm, I'm all good now I'm, I'm energized for the next couple of hours good <laughs> no not really yeah but
1: uh again thank you for yes. joining us i uh, can't wait to have you back on to see what other stuff you're going to spill it seems like there's always something yeah. going down the pipeline
2: yeah, there so. <laughs> honestly we can't nah,
5: be... there's no there's, there's, there's no spills because everything i've spoken about people have taken photos of. so i've had to talk about it because people are going to find it anyway like right. in queensland we had the the bonanza on the table and guys were like, uh, what's this i'm like what's, what's that? that's the yeah. bonanza so we had to have that conversation, so it was, yep. um oh, the other one here we go, another one <laughs> um the the t twenty eight I don't know if I've spoken about this, but it's going to come out in a navy color screen, which is the commemorative um blue, white, and gold it's got the gold oh, trim going through it yeah, yeah, um that's I've actually photos, photos. yeah that photos. was it. yeah i sent I actually sent the photo to Andre a couple of weeks ago, and that um and that's um that's yeah, so that'll replace the the, the yellow one. We had the yellow one from the Marines. Mm-hmm. And so this comes out with the um, – I think it's the blue at the top, white at the bottom, and through the centre it's got like a gold flash which runs through the middle. So it was used in uh, one of the commemorative schemes for the US Navy. So we're, um, we've are we done that one. So that's um, – also that was at the show as an example. So that's probably a photo that's going to come out pretty soon. And that's um, also uh, – uh, nearly finished production, so we will see that one pretty quick as well. So it's wow. another one. Wow!
0: <laughs> I hope everybody's keeping count because yeah, I was going to say, like
1: Holy my moly. my list is, like, I need two pages here. <laughs> wow!
5: Um, Fantastic. Um, I think that that's about it. I've got that's, that's all I've got. Oh, oh, that's favorite. all are you sure <laughs> that's all.
2: you should have brought so much more to the plate yeah. here
5: <laughs> that's
2: funny well, well, that's funny to chew on <laughs> yeah
5: yeah I mean um yeah there's um but there's always something you know obviously there's there's something else big coming in, but I can't say anything about that. either. Sure. So that's um, <laughs> that's, that's another two-hour podcast
2: land. in the works there.
5: <laughs> yeah, well, that's um, that that's coming out in in Battery Lane. So we've got a, an announcement coming up with our batteries as well, which is pretty cool. So that's all I'm going to say about that, because that's not my, that's not my part of the business. I just um, I, all I know is that something's happening over there, and I get to see images of it, and I'm like, that's pretty cool. Yep. So. And obviously, we get to use them as well, which is great. So yeah. get
2: the benefits of that. Um, that's mm-hmm. awesome.
5: Yeah. So, um, what else? I think that's about it. <laughs> I, I don't think I've got much else. Good. Fantastic. I think, um, I'm exhausted mentally, physically, and um, career. <laughs> yes.
1: Well, on that note, then Steve, we're gonna we'll let you go. Uh, go get some rest. Yeah, buddy. yeah. We appreciate it, man. That was. That was awesome. Mm-hmm. I mean, I cannot wait for the C-130. I mean, literally, I'm
5: just... Uh, no, 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 I, I just want to get my own C-130 so I can color it up and weather it and do all that sort of stuff, too. Yes. Um,
1: yes. Yeah. And I'm I'm ordering some uh, parachute guys. Well, as soon as the podcast is done, I will be ready to go
5: <laughs> so we can drop actually, them back. I'm actually thinking about putting a sound system in it so I can get that true turbine noise. So oh, yeah. Jet noise. Yeah, that'd be cool. Or even... <laughs> I'm sure you can put some like some machine gun or cannon fire or something out of mm-hmm. one of the RC one of the sound systems. So then you can have like your Spectra flying around and shooting up the ground as it flies past. Wow. 50 cal. 50, 50. little <laughs> 50. What's the um what size is that? Is That's it a a how it's the one it's a 27 millimeter so yeah. or something. Yeah, 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 no, that if, is yeah, well, phenomenal. Yeah. can just light something up. Poof. Do <laughs> they do they is it is it hand loaded in the back? with the with the bridge and everything in the back of that i that would be amazing to to, a long
0: time but i think it was i think it was because they wouldn't have the mechanism available inside because they're tilted they're just phenomenal aircraft
5: <laughs> that's just imagine the noise when that thing when that thing's in full volley like it'd just be deafening to be inside yeah. it's loud enough to be in a hercules without yes yeah yes. wow all right guys all right, Steve. No, thank you, so <laughs> thank, you. Thank, you. thank you. Thank you. Yes, we appreciate I'm gonna it. I'm going to wrap it up this time.
1: All right, <laughs> thank you. We appreciate it. Thanks for everybody joining us here on Facebook with questions, and everything. We will definitely have Steve back on when he has another thirty things available, which will be next week. <laughs> yeah. Uh, no, but
5: thanks well, a lot. Well, I mean, I mean, obviously, obviously, with the with the King Live event, we tried to we tried to coincide with some of the releases and and the new products because that's what it's all about, you know. And and I think. Uh, there's a the new Bixler 1.1 color scheme was also at the show, so that's another one as well. So the the we there's been a few changes, but that's the original Bixler. It's going to have a new scheme. So the old scheme is looking a bit tired, and and, and decide to change that. So that's another one as well. So the Bixler 1.1, and I think we've changed a couple of little things because we've done that with the Bixler 3 and the Bixler 2 before, and now the Bixler 1 gets another little revamp as well. So that that's that's another one. You can add that one to the list. So it's pretty cool. Wow. Mind <laughs> blown. One. Mind blown. <laughs> but, the, but these are all things that have already been released and people have taken photos of. So, yeah. it, you know, there's, if if there's, it's, it's better to talk about it now than, oh, what's this one? I saw this in a photo and, you know, I'd rather just talk about it now. If you've got any questions, so, I mean, and the, um, yeah, the EFX that's coming out, the EFX Two, sorry, that's coming right. out. Like we had some questions about that today and, and I flew the orange one, and it was the fastest out of all the extras, and we don't know why. Hmm. So there you go.
1: Was that the one that was we was supposed don't. to go to Andre, I'm assuming? <laughs>
5: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but, that, but that is the – for some reason, we had the yellow one. We had EF extras. We had original EF X races, and we all flew them together today. And my one was easily 10 miles an hour faster than everybody else. Wow! I don't know why. I don't know what I've, what we've done. It's nothing. That
2: sounds like the like Tundra factory. all over yeah. to
5: me. <laughs> 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 I don't, yeah, so I'll have to make sure if you get the orange one, they're the fastest. Apparently, <laughs> wow. it's yeah. actually it's actually not orange. We've called it the Terracotta Warrior. So that's the um <laughs> that's the e f EF, efx two. But for some reason, my one today was faster than all of them, including the extras. So we don't know.
0: Huh. Nice. I don't know if
5: I just if I just had a special motor. We don't know what the secret was, but
0: it's just like yeah. my tundra Steve. Yep. Yep. We yeah hear we, we hear oh, we've felt know. and Andre. saw
2: this before
5: see, i know <laughs> what the secret. i know what the secret is but i'm not telling
2: anyone
1: it's good fun all right
5: buddy all right guys take care that, take mate. care great, great talking to you yeah. yes
1: we will be talking to you soon stay in touch awesome all right all right guys bye, bye guys.
5: see ya bye-bye
1: wow there you have it steve from hobby king i mean holy cow what a huge list andre i mean that is unbelievable i mean yep Ooh, i don't even know what to say so on that note we're going to get out of here too uh we just got to thank some sponsors here before we do get out of here uh real quick get fpv this podcast is sponsored by get fpv.com uh, without them steve wouldn't be available So go check out GetFPV.com. They're their number one shop for everything drone and FPV related. Try their same-day shipping services. Customer service is absolutely the best. Uh, Everything ships directly from their warehouse in the United States same day, and they have an excellent, knowledgeable support staff, and they're there within reach for phone, email, Facebook, video conference, or even FaceTime to help you out. Um, if you're new to FPV or not sure what to get, they have a great website called getfpv.com slash learn. You can get on there and find out anything and everything imaginable from cameras to ESCs to props to motors to frames to whatever you need. It's a fantastic website. Um, so go check out getfpv.com. If you need some stuff, who doesn't need FPV gear or is looking at drones, they're the hottest things out here on the market right now. So go to getfpv.com. Spend 120 bucks, Mike. That's easy to do, right? <laughs> you got to pick up some cameras, a frame, a some maybe. batteries. Uh, go spend $120 and type in After Hours 2018, and you will get 10% off your entire order. And it will be shipped out that day and on your doorstep within a couple days guaranteed because i order there all the time and it's always here within a couple days all the way from florida and if you do have some drones or anything go check out their lumineer batteries they are absolutely phenomenal they are priced uh, very competitive to other brand of batteries i have a ton here for my little drones a lot of 1300s and i Again, I'm the worst person there ever is on batteries. I don't put them in storage. I run them to LVC all the time. And my Lumineer batteries right now, they are phenomenal. They have been holding up. So go check out their uh, Lumineer battery series at GetFPV.com. We love the guys down there, Sean, Mike, Jeff, Roy, Andy, Tim. They are fantastic. So we thank GetFPV for coming on and helping us out. So go check them out. And use our discount code, AfterHours2018. Andre, anything else? No, no. (laughs) I mean, I got to go get a donut. (laughs) I mean, mean, unbelievable. All right. So on that note, we're going to get out of here. Thanks for joining everybody. Thanks uh, for Facebook Live. If you want to help the podcast out, go to patreon.com slash RC After Hours. Anything helps us out and keeps this show going. Even a dollar a month or whatever Uh, You guys have been fantastic with that You're keeping us going But if you want to contribute Go check out patreon.com Slash RC After Hours And help us out So other than that We're out of here Thank you I'm putting on the pink helmet Just for Mike And we're out of here See you guys in a little bit Bye much coffee what can i say you know oh we're out of here hey we'll see you guys
0: later